What's the order of it? I don't even know the order of it. Beer. Beer. Music. Music. And food. And food. I'm gonna sound. This is gonna sound hella gay, dog. Cause like, but you know, Stella. You know what I'm saying? Stella. <laughs> yeah, dude. Stella's good. Stella's good. Yeah. I feel like it has such a girly name. Nah. You know, but it's a girl's name, Stella. How Stella got her groove. Look, I'm getting my groove back. Okay. <laughs> What's the other one? Favorite beer? Favorite what? Uh, beats. It's a, yeah, the beats. So it'd be your uh, artist beat? or 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 album, <laughs> or both. Fuck, man. Soul on ice. And then the last one is your favorite dish. My favorite dish right now is probably just a burrito because I'm just like not eating meat anymore. But before this, I probably would have said chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. Yeah. Respect, respectful. Respectful. I don't I'm know sorry. if I'm supposed I, to talk during that. I used a <laughs> lot of words, bro. Sorry. That's fine. I'll, I'll chop it up and I'll make it work. You got <laughs> your work hit them with it. Uh, all right. If I'm being trying to be fancy, yingling. I know that's not a fancy beer, but it sounds fancy. It's douchey for sure. <laughs> uh, which I thought was an Asian beer, by the way. And then I found out <laughs> it's not it's made in America. I'm keeping no. all of this. <laughs> uh, it sounded Asian. Anyways. Um, Isn't there a Seinfeld episode about that? Where she's taking advice thinking the girl was Asian. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and just ends up being a white girl. She's like, hell no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Beats. Artist uh, and album. Or artist. Album or artist. So I would say J. Cole, probably reluctantly. Right now is my favorite artist. Uh, probably so of all time. Of all time, probably Jay Z. Okay. I just like rappers with the name Jay in the name. Yeah. And eats fritanga all day. Fritanga. If you know about fritanga, you know. Beats and Eats, the podcast. As always, I am your host, Old Head Ed, and you are now in tuned to the podcast where we discuss beer, music, and food, typically in that order. You guys might not realize it, but right now you're witnessing part of the epic two-part podcast crossover event, which is this podcast here and none other than the Human Sushi Podcast. In order for us to accomplish that, I have to have Human Sushi here with me. So, with that, I have Dre and Renee of the Human Sushi Podcast. What's up, fellas? What up, brother? How you doing, sir? Old Head Ren for this show, please. Dope. Okay. Right. Excellent. Old Head Dre. <laughs> Dre. Yeah, that's it, man. Nice. I'll tell you, we're taking over, man. We're, you know, the wisdom's going to carry us on. Um, I was fortunate enough to be a guest on your show. Yes. That, was, that, was, that was a great vibe. Excellent. I, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Um, and now you guys returned the favor, which I greatly appreciate. Um, typically, in this portion, we get to know our guests. Um, we'll talk um, their humble beginnings. Um, I know Renee doesn't have humble beginnings because he's been great since the beginning. Right. Wow. But uh, thank you. But <laughs> I'm gonna take that and run with it. <laughs> but uh, if we could kind of, um, I guess, discuss. I don't want to go too deep because I want to get to the point where you guys, I guess, lost touch for a minute and then came back and decided to do this podcast. Um, so let's go right before the point where you guys kind of lost touch. Yeah. 
So it all started back in 1980 when I was born, right? Okay. Basic, not just kidding. Great year. <laughs> oh damn, I was listening. I was ready to go on this journey with you. Man. I was an eight-pound baby, not just kidding. So um, when we got back in touch, I think we just started hanging out more, more than anything, yeah. right? And it became a like frequent thing. We were like hanging out, you know, pretty much once a week almost. And I think um, at that point we said, hey, we're hanging out once a week. Let's press record. And Dre actually was the one that had the idea to do it uh and dre had to talk me into it by lying <laughs> that story sucked <laughs> All right, you it, man. got any other questions man yeah 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 tell the story man this is my next question you guys sell merch right <laughs> <laughs> right well it's been nice guys listen this is what happened he tells me he tells me hey we hang out all the time. Let's press record. It'll be that easy, he says, right? So, like, the next thing I know, so I'm thinking to myself, okay, this isn't going to happen for, like, months from now. You know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to plan out a show. We're going to figure out what the scheme of the show is, create a logo, you know, like how my mind works, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, this guy calls me, like, two days later. He's like, yo, we have a studio session booked at Soup's house. And uh, we need to be there on Friday, right? And I'm like, what? Are you crazy? Right? That's the first of many times he had to top me <laughs> off the leg. He panicked. So I started saying, Studio like, session. You heard it in his voice. You yeah, yeah, yeah. It was trembling. It was trembling. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, man. I was scared. So I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, we, we have to plan out the show. He's like, bro, just come on. We're going to talk shit for an hour. We're going to have recording. We'll see. You. We're going to see what we do with it, right? Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Perfect. I kind of eased the pressure that way. Yeah. I was like, if we don't like it, we run. don't keep it. Yeah. It's a test run. Okay. You know? Makes yeah. sense. It's episode zero. Yeah. 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 I knew I wanted it to be the first episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I had to, I felt that there was like this nervous energy on yes. the, other, the other end of the phone. You didn't want to so. compound the, the fear that struck. Don't worry Renee. about it. It's going to be fine. It's, yeah. it's not even real. Yeah, exactly. You have to talk me off. Just show up. Renee and was talk. like, I haven't gone over my lines yet. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what's the theme song? Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. who's, like, what am I going to go by? You know, like, yeah. which yeah. Is coincidentally is why he started calling me Renee on the first episode and, like, not by my nickname, which, you know, yeah. uh, we should have talked about stuff like that. But which, yeah. like, literally on the first episode of Human Sushi is the first time I've ever called you by your real name. Exactly. Ever yeah. in my life. In life. Yeah. In life. Bro. You know how much that threw me off? Like, when you're being introduced <laughs> on the first episode of your first podcast and the guy sets you up and he's like hey renee and i'm like whoa yeah, good afternoon everyone you know, I, I had to reach just to remember that your name is renee i had to Damn. put my worst voice on you know? but cat just didn't come like nah it's just the way i figured it is like i'm going as dre and i and everybody knows me as shoddy you know what i mean so okay like, since i'm going as dre my instinct was to like like refer to him as Renee. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just happened. I remember calling my wife on the way home and being like, "He called me Renee." It was like the weirdest <laughs> thing. Like, now I'm Renee on the show. It's weird. You know, like I didn't know you wanted to be Cap. No, I, I guess in, in hindsight, Cap would have been like a dope nigga. I didn't have a chance to think about it because everything moved so quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're like ten episodes in before you realized we had a podcast. Yeah, I was like, "What? This is it airing somewhere?" Like, so which is the one we're gonna air? Right. That's what he would say. Right. Out of all that right. that no, we recorded, I didn't have a doubt because. He said it's a test run, but as soon as we finished recording the first episode and we, you know, press stop on the play cassette, whatever thing, he goes, Okay, perfect, we're gonna air it next week, girl. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it out on Monday. Yeah, exactly. And again, another time we had to talk me off the ledge, right? I was like, 
But I was ready to go. Like, I wasn't going to, like, I don't, look, if I have an idea or, you know, and I've just, this is what's carried me over, like, in doing art, like, doing music and all that shit, that, like, I know at the, at the very least, if I have an idea and and I get the plans in motion, I know how to finish that Mm. idea, you know what I'm saying? Like, for what it's worth, it may be bad or it may be good, but I knew that, like, as soon as you said, yeah, fine, let's do it, I I was like, okay, booked studio session. What's gonna be our name, <laughs> bro? I got the logo done, all that shit. Done. Like while Renee was like, oh, I guess I'll show up on Tuesday and fucking. <laughs> I showed up. The whole podcast was ready to go. Yeah. Like, what is this? That's not a bad. I mean, that's that's actually a pretty good thing because then you all, you just have to focus on being you. Um, no, man. I was like very like stiff. You know, my first. Yeah. Like I would say, I'm still not 100. percent well, no, I'm pretty much me now, like, at this point. <laughs> yeah. There's no change like, in you yeah. now, uh, yeah. which I think it works. I think yeah. it works for the dynamic of the show, for yeah. sure, yeah. for sure. Was there a formula there, or you just guys just went with, hey, let's just talk? Um, was there a formula? <laughs> no. And, like, but that was by design, right? Okay. Like, even, but in the beginning, we did try to, like, loosely structure the shit. Like, we planned out, we were like, oh, on every episode, we're going to talk about what strain of weed we're smoking. Mm-hmm. And then we were we had like a segment called Douchebag of the Week. Okay. We would talk about like a fucking I don't know some asshole that cut you off in traffic. Yeah, yeah. You just fucking you know talk. He'll, he'll get awarded. It. Yeah, he gets awarded uh, Douchebag of the Week. And we try to do a bunch of shit, but for the most part, I think like we wanted to go in there and just like let it flow. You know? Yeah. And that's the one thing that I think has stayed consistent since mm-hmm. the beginning, right? Okay. We've just been kind of letting it flow. Yeah. We really don't plan much. We've tried to plan things and we still don't just don't do it. Like we'll be yeah. in the middle of the episode and it just if the episode doesn't lend itself for that thing, like we just kind of know not either, neither one of us brings it up or tries to do it. It's yeah. just like Yeah. You know? In that way, like I think it's a good partnership, you know, like yeah. like so, we kinda get, you know, where the other one's going with the episode when it when it's happening. Okay. But yeah, it's always been like free flowing. True, true. Um <clears throat> How soon after that did you guys realize, all right, we got to do a video component to this? We had that goal right away, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. We we wrote down goals. Yeah. And okay. that was one of the goals. Mm-hmm. That, like, that was one of the goals is to do video and shit. And we tried a couple times before we actually started, like, putting them out and shit. We had recorded a couple videos, and they just, like, something wasn't right on, you know, so we never put those out. <clears throat> those were episodes that came out, like, on SoundCloud, you know, like the, yeah. like the audio ones. But they, the video never came out. Um, and yeah, I think like we figured out that in order to get to do video, we were going to have to get our own space, bro. Because yeah. like the first like 30 something episodes or whatever, we were recording it like one episode at my house and one episode at his house. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you had to rearrange furniture. You had to do all kind of <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah. Shout out to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> to my wife. wife. Yeah. yeah dude, like. It's crazy. Letting us rearrange that living room. <laughs> yeah. Messing up the feng shui. Yeah, it's like, right. what are y'all doing? We have, like, lighting rigs and shit going on. <laughs> Locking even. themselves in the room, too, yeah. while, like, we're occupying the fucking yeah. living room. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like, yeah, so... Mm-hmm. We, like, we couldn't do video in that chaotic of an environment because we were already going through a lot just to fucking capture audio, bro. Yeah. We had a bunch of machines. It was crazy, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, doing video, I think, would have been too much. But as soon as we got our own place, like, that's the reason we got our own place. It was okay. to do video. Yeah. Okay. Know? Plus, there was a one time that I forgot to bring the mic, the mic arms. 
And that was like one of the main motivations, I think, to get our own yeah, place so that was. would never happen again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But think about it. We had to like transport this fucking equipment. Every, like, you know what I mean? Like, I would have to take it to him. He'd have to bring it back to me. And it was like a bunch of packing, unpacking. Dude, it was like five hours just to record a one hour podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was that like, right there could be taxing enough where you're like, I don't know. This is uh, it's too much effort going into it. Yeah. Yeah. We always had like 10 pieces of equipment, too, at the beginning. So. Like, now we've narrowed it down to just, like, the essentials, but yeah. originally we had, like, you know, we like, a headphone amp, a microphone amp, like, you know, all types of things, so, you know, we were complicating ourselves, I think. So, mm -hmm. how do you guys go about selecting guests? There's no, like, plan mm -hmm. to that kind of thing either, you okay. know what I'm saying? It's, like, kind of, if we find the guest interesting, yeah. we'll have them on the show. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you'd hit me up on, on Instagram, right? Yeah. Was, is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, that's what you'd it was. You'd hit us up on mm -hmm. Instagram. I checked out your show, and we thought we were, you thought it was dope. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So we're like, okay, this is someone interesting to talk Good to. Good crossover, for sure. There you go. And it's like, without trying to be this, we've kind of become like this show that like just highlights people in Miami doing whatever it is they're doing, everybody doing their own thing. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it doesn't matter. Some people, it's like corporate. Other people, it's like, uh, like your friend... The uh, drug counselor, mm -hmm. you know, we've had all different. We had we've had a chef on the show, nice, like, yeah. all different kind of people. And it's just like regular Miami people doing their thing, like trying yeah. to yeah. trying to be great. Dog. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. trying to be great. You know. <clears throat> Have you guys gotten the professor yet? I, I haven't I haven't heard all the episodes, and I know <laughs> we, had, we got a teacher. Okay. You know, which was really cool to talk to her because she taught uh, social studies or what was it like uh, civics? Monica. Yeah. Uh, she teaches politics. Yeah, yeah like yeah, politics. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So we started getting into like you know politics and things like that. But um, yeah, no, I've yet to bring on a professor. And when I get the professor, I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna have like a list of questions, like yeah. existential questions <laughs> that he won't know. What hopefully, in, in his or hers her field. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. hopefully. I don't <laughs> think so though. It could just be any professor. <laughs> yeah, okay. it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna ask him questions about things that are outside of his realm of expertise. Yeah, it could be like physiology. Then you ask him about, you know, rock quarries. I bet or you. Something. I bet you they'll know. I'm sh yeah. Yeah. Or, or at least know enough to confuse you and make you think that they know what they're talking about. Yeah, which is probably which is pretty likely. likely. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty likely. I don't know. I don't like where this is going, but yeah, it's pretty easy. <laughs> That whole thing about rock formations that you just said, like, yeah. did you actually understand what you were saying there? No. Oh, okay. No. I was like, damn, bro. No. This dude's on another level. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. okay no, okay. I, 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 sometimes I gravitate to what other people say uh, or, you know, a, a, a comment they make or, or some di um, terminology. Okay, okay. And I get sticks with me and I have no idea what it means, but I figured I could always <laughs> use it for a moment where it's like, so... You had me, dude. and I throw. I thought you knew I, what the fuck you were talking about. I, I was throw, like, Damn, I throw that in there and see what happens, and and then I hope somebody doesn't go. Oh right, yeah, elaborate. Build, <laughs> let's build on that. And I'm I mean, that like, guy. Damn. That's when I grab the beer and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm holding it to my mouth and I'm like, just look away, just look away. It's true. Of course, Newton's I'm that third guy. law does tell us, and they start like to elaborate on what you think. Yeah, we're like, Ooh. yeah. I concur. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, besides podcasting. Um, you, and when I say you, Dre, Dre I don't have a, a visual component, components. so I'm pointing at Dre. You wrote a comic book? Or you yeah. and wrote and created okay. a comic book, yeah. Okay, tell us about that. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> this comic book, <laughs> sure, sure thing. Like to hear it? Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I write a comic book uh, called Popova. Okay. Um, 
it's based on uh, I was funny I was just reading about it today because I was telling some, someone about it today so it's based on this lady um, that lived in the 18 the late 1800s in Russia who she was uh, a victim of abuse okay and she ended up poisoning her husband right all right shortly after that she started a disposal service where she started charging women to dispose of their like abusive husbands wow yeah so if she became like a business in russia yeah. people would come to her to get rid of their husbands wow. like when they finally caught her she had killed over 300 men Damn. and they executed her by firing squad Damn. so her name's madam alexi popova the comic that I'm writing is a is like a modern day version of that in a way. You know what I mean? It's not based directly on her, but it's like a group of women who are who are uh, who have all been abused in some way. You know okay. what I mean? Or marginalized, and they're fighting back against men. Like wow. it's a war against the patriarchy. You know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. As they call it. Um, so you know, you could look at it as like a feminist comic, right? Because it definitely has that that aspect to it. Yeah. But you can also look at it as like a study on when do these things go too far? Because it's like, is it feminism going too far if you start fucking killing a bunch of dudes? Yeah. You know so it's we're kind of like riding the middle there and yeah. like trying to like shed light on both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That that's that's wild. Because um, I've I've heard situations where people have described to me where they've had encounters with you know let's say a feminist and. Um, mm -hmm. And we we do the we do the gentlemanly thing, uh, which is just like ingrained in us. Like, oh, you know, move. Oh, would you like to sit here or can open oh, go ahead door and for or open the door, get uh -huh. down. Uh -huh. And there is the uh, the extreme of it, which is you don't have to do that for me. Right. And and right. the intention of doing so is not to degrade um, or or say you're not capable of. Right. But it can go. It's like anything else. It can go to a point where you're like, wait a minute, now we're getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm putting you on a pedestal when I do that. Correct. You know what I mean, I'm Correct. like, here, you don't gotta open the door, baby. Like it's all good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just pass right through. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's there. What do they refer to it, Dre? When it's um like the old feminism and the new feminism, like. The, like first wave, first, third wave. Yeah. Really, yeah. that's a thing, huh? Yeah. yeah, because first wave feminists would be okay, I believe, with mm -hmm. you opening the door and being gentlemen. You know, yeah. it's not about that. But yeah, after it's been developing over the years, you're right. It's getting to a point where it kind of turned on its on itself, really. You know? Yeah, and it's kind of them saying, "Oh, don't open the door for us, or or you're offending." Us. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and, and another then, thing that I like, I, so like in thinking about like what this story is going to be it's like okay so let's say a patriarchy does exist mm -hmm. right like men do really do oppress women yeah. and all that yeah. so okay how did this come to be then is it because we're smarter <clears throat> i don't think so yeah right like is it because we're more capable how i don't think so to be? what do you mean how did how did it become that men how did we establish a patriarchy okay. how did we establish yeah. a patriarchy okay. so like you, you're you're going down the list is because we're smarter no more capable no like more like whatever you know mm -hmm. and then it's like i never or me and my, my writing partner alex alex valdez we narrowed it down to it's men's willingness to use violence it's not the fact and that we can commit violence because a, a woman could shoot a gun too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. our willingness to yeah. commit violence. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That so like, sense. how do you flip that on its head? Okay, women are gonna they're gonna become the aggressor now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like okay. we're gonna get you now. They're gonna yeah they're gonna surpass the the, the men's ability innate ability to 
commit the violence. They're going to use our own <clears throat> tactics against us, mm. in a way. But it's yeah. like you said, is it really feminism or is it like oppression, you know, kind of fight, fighting back? Fighting oppression. Yeah, That's yeah. the question. Right. Yeah. Does the patriarchy thing. really exist? Yeah. That's what I love about the book. The comic is like 90% discussing mm -hmm. these ideas and 10% actually writing the comic. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we sit there and talk for hours, like wow. philosophical discussions, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why, like, we tried at least for it to be super layered, you know what I mean? Like, the meaning behind the comic. But that being said, like, if you're listening and shit, you know, like, it sounds super heavy and super heady, but we're also very conscious of, like, it's a fucking action story, dog. Okay. So there's the shootouts. So we give you all the goods, yeah, too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? There's the yeah. shootouts, all that people being poisoned, all that shit's happening, too. Yeah. But we got a lot of subtext there where if you, like, want to pick it up, it's there for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. But I think on the surface... It, it kind of works too as just like just an action tale or, okay know, a revenge tale yeah you know I mean? true dope dope renee what's up i can't what go on with <laughs> <laughs> i can't go on without talking about your uh managing abilities i hear you're managing uh yes. some artists yes, yes um you have a couple of people that you're kind of you, you're grooming um how did you come across these uh these individuals these talented individuals talent, talented talent. hey hey <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, I admire your uh, wordplay there. That was awesome, right? Bars. Yeah. Secondly, yeah, um, I stumbled across this individual. All okay. right, he's a rapper from right here in uh, South Florida. Okay. All right, he goes by the name of uh, Talon. Okay. T a l o n. All right. Not talent. Not right? talent. Like, no. Yeah. Despite the fact that he has <laughs> talent, he has loads of talent. Okay. You know, but yeah, his name is Talon. Okay. And uh, he's from Fort Lauderdale, so uh, he's out of that area. All right. And he was signed to Interscope. Really? Right? Yeah, he was signed to Interscope. Okay. And um, they dropped him. Right. So okay. I just came along and whoop, scooped him up. Nice. Right? Like, yeah, it just happened to be a chance encounter. How, how much work had he done at Interscope already before he got dropped? Oh, man, he had basically like a whole uh, six songs ready to go. It's really? Not, not that many, you know, but uh, he had But like nowadays, that, that's, that, nowadays that's an album. album. Yeah, yeah. he got yeah. six bangers. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. put out, he put out a little EP, uh, not EP, what do you call it? Uh, a single. Last maxi, a maxi single? Maxi single? Yeah. yeah. In January. Um, he's about to put out another single this month. And, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's working and uh, everything's... It's going okay. You okay. Know? Yeah, there's starting to be a little friction here and there, you know what I mean? But it's going But there's well. definitely potential. Yeah. Friction? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You a know? little bit of friction. Well, kind of friction. He's, he's, he's like a wild kind of artist, you know? It's kind of hard to rein mm. him in sometimes, mm. you know? Kind of like, kind of like uh, the story about Mob Deep when they were in, uh, before they got signed with Loud, I think they went to go s visit a label and send up, somebody ends up shooting a gun at the label offices. Oh, okay. And they were like, yeah, we got to get them out of here. And then eventually yeah. Steve Rifkin signs them. But uh, are we talking friction like that? I mean, I don't know. This no. guy come from I mean, Fort Lauderdale. I don't know. Well, you remember the other week where they had the frozen iguanas? Yes, couple couple weeks ago. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like he was uh, he was taking them and putting them like in people's beds and stuff like that. You know, he almost got arrested. Like the that. horse and the Godfather. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was his like message. The horse's yeah. head. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think it was more of a prank. Okay. You know, like he's kind of like, yeah. He's kind of like a. Um, what would you call it? A troll? Is that what you call it's a it? Troll, He's yeah. a troll. Troll. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's so, a big term nowadays too. Yeah. You know nothing about that, right? Trolling? No, I mean like not on that level. You know, nah. I mean I've I've done tr some trolling in my day. You know, but 
on a boat trolling or like no like trolling like in the modern sense of oh, in the modern sense okay okay yeah, like how the kids are saying it ah okay yeah. okay yeah but is that like, I didn't even know I was trolling until oh until you found that on the podcast you know wow yeah. wow do you, do you think that's what kind of like brought you guys together or maybe you saw something in Talon uh, with Talon yeah like I saw something in him but like you know he's a powder keg he's a kid you know he's young mm, yeah he's full of spunk a lot of pent up frustration you know I mean? like, yeah 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 he's got that anger in him you know okay like, yeah so what do you guys clash about mostly like um, bro a lot of the stuff he wants to do is like pretty out there you know, I try to rein him in. Oh, so it's creative differences. Yeah, it's creative. It's, you know, I'm trying to tell him we need a single first, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. We need a single first. Okay. I'm like, yo, Talon, sit down. Let me talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Man to man. You're young. I'm a little bit older. Been down this road. You know what I mean? He's busy playing his Super Nintendo or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. And uh, he just doesn't listen. doesn't <laughs> wow. listen. Wow. But he still finds time to write rhymes. I mean, as long as he's being creative and he's putting the work in, I, I guess that's why you stick it out with him and... Exactly. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see what the future okay. brings. You know okay. What I mean? well, right now, we're busy recording and uh, putting out the six singles he had. You know what I mean? So okay. Yeah. Now Dre's been known to, to do some videography work. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Is is there any chance that Dre might get in there and maybe capture some of these? I can answer that one. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Dre Dre's decided not to become involved with the okay. project. You know. Okay. Yeah. I think, well, I think it's a competitive thing. You know? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's okay. It is, you know? okay. Well, I mean, also, I would be concerned with uh, Dre just recently put out a short film. Mm. Yeah. So, so the the rate might go up now. Yeah, and I don't know if that's wow. in the budget of you know you and Talon. I don't think Talon's budget ever could afford Dre. No, oh. like, <laughs> right. yeah, like, like it's never, not. There's yeah. not a number high. Like. There's not. It's not a budget issue. It's not it a budget. Is. It's not a budget issue. Yeah. We're beyond the, numbers, the budget. The number the, that yeah, it would numbers. take to make him want to participate is too high. There's a number. I know there's a there's number. There's a number. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know that talent can afford it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's. I don't talk. know that it's worth the grief. Oh, right. <laughs> because not everybody's built like Renee, where they could kind of maneuver around a personality it's like talent. It's a skill. Okay. Renee knows how to deal with a troll. Okay. You know, I have a little more. Trouble with that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay. My mom always told me when you're dealing with a troll, you build a better troll trap. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's that's science right there. I mean, I'm trying to drop knowledge about trolls right now. No, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, anytime. If I had the bomb sound effect, I would have dropped one. Right <laughs> I'm gonna have to add one in and yeah, post for sure. So let's talk short film since we mentioned it. The oh. short film recently uh, had a private screening. Yes. Um, uh, give us a little bit about this, the film itself. Uh, the film is called Sophism. It's hard to like talk about the film, you know, the plot without like giving it away. Okay. Uh, okay. But it's directed by Michael Garcia, who like fucking killed it, uh, starring Ivan Nodal and Catalina Viteri, and they both killed it too. So it's okay. like, uh, you know, it's like about ten minutes long. I would say that it, it's about uh, trust. Like, uh, you know, in a relationship and like, when do you become too comfortable mm. um, and what kind of consequences that can have? You know okay. what I mean? 
but it's just hard to say anything without yeah, like, yeah. you know spoiling. No, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, now, when you say trust, are we talking about like being able to pass gas in front of someone, or are we talking about <laughs> we're delving deeper than that? That's definitely a level of trust. Yeah, I'm talking about on a little bit of a higher, a higher level. Okay, yeah, yeah, a okay. Bit of higher, like infidelity. Ah, uh, kind of okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's not so much. I see. I went in the wrong direction. I'm thinking feeling comfortable enough around someone. You're talking about. I'm saying like getting comfortable. Like okay, we all we all do this, right? Or, well, I can't. I can only speak for myself, right? But you start, you get so comfortable with a person, right, that you think they will buy anything you fucking say, right? Okay. So that's kind of what I mean. Like when you get too comfortable and you kind of like put your guard down, and or not not even put your guard down, but uh, you loosen up. Like you ain't tight. You know what I'm saying? Your radar isn't what it used to be. Like exactly. picking up these. Okay. And how that can get you in trouble. Mm. You feel me? Don't. Yeah. Don't. Damn. I mean, and that's a, that's a heavy topic to discuss and or to kind of cover in ten minutes. Yeah. And um, did you ever think of maybe going longer than ten minutes? We wanted to keep it short, mm -hmm. um, mostly because we wanted to be able to play in as many festivals as possible. Okay. And because festivals have like obviously a limited amount of time that okay. they can screen movies, they're more likely to put your film if it's shorter. You know what nice, I'm saying? So nice. we didn't want to do like a thirty-minute movie. But that also becomes like a dope writing exercise. Okay. How can I get this entire point across in 10 minutes? You know what I mean? It becomes harder to write, to yeah. write it that way. Yeah, yeah. But I think more fulfilling if you actually do it. You know? I think the short did a great job of doing that because um, I've seen it and um, without giving anything away, I think the, 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 f the film lets you become invested in the characters um, within those 10 minutes. Okay. And, and I would say it's very psychological and very sneaky the way that it does it. Um, but it's it's like really cool, like in a really uh, like subtle kind of noir type of way, you know. Like, okay. and um, I thought it was like really cool, not too too heavy handed or like trying to pack eight minutes of action or something mm -hmm. like that into it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's not too like artsy, you know, where it like goes off into like this world where you're like, what the hell am I watching? You yeah, know what I mean, like, because in eight minutes, I'm sure that you. Um, have the urge to kind of like do something a little bit more abstract because you're like man like I, I can't really tell a whole story so, yeah you're dropping like, somebody in you know so you try to like show off you yeah. try to like overcompensate exactly yeah. so mm -hmm. that's probably something that you have to I'm guessing something that you have to kind of like be weary of and try to not do you know yeah my approach to like writing a short film is try to select a moment in time that best like encapsulates encapsulates that that moment that you're or, like that message you yeah know? so yeah. it's like you can make up the entire story but like you're only going to show eight minutes of that mm. so you got to find those eight minutes that are going to work for the for the story because yeah. like you know you might like i might have a, a the an entire explanation for how they got there yeah that i'm not showing you in the film you know yeah. what i'm saying but like you gotta choose to show like the moment I think that that hits with the most impact. Yeah. For me, that's how I do it. And then the other thing that I always do with a short is like, there's always a twist. Because mm. like it's a short film, dog. You gotta it, it has to have a payoff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. you gotta pay them off. So like to me, there's like that's I don't know if it's a thing, but it's my thing. Like okay. I always try to put a twist. Okay. You know. Yeah. And not on some old like M Night Shyamalan type thing, right? No, 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 no. But I mean, it's got to have like an impactful ending, bro. Yeah. It's like a, sh it's a very short film. Again, it's like you got to hit them hard with the twist, you know? Yeah. And definitely have them walking away remembering. That's because I, I think you guys covered it on one of your podcasts or one of the episodes, um, where it's 
or maybe one of the guests had mentioned their words. A lot of times I find myself going, somebody goes, hey, did you see this movie? I'm like, yeah, but I don't remember how the hell it ended. Mm. Like, <laughs> and, I, and sometimes that's an indicator of how much I like the movie. Because like, yeah, I did watch it. But what the hell happened at the end? Interesting. And it's like, how? so it's like, wait, did I just do a poor, is it my memory? Did I just do a poor, jo- poor job of taking it in? Or is it the way it was written and presented where it was like, there's nothing really happened at the end where you're like, that's interesting. It, it didn't stick with me. Yeah, like Inception, for example, like you cannot remember the end of that movie, right? Oh, yeah. Because of the, the way it ends. Masterful. Yeah. With the, have you seen that movie? No. Okay. So um, no, actually, I did start to watch it. Saw the very first, um, I guess, twenty minutes of it, and then I actually at one point woke up towards the end, and there was a movie theater involved, or like a screening room. Was he in a screening room, or, or, uh, or he was watching a film that had the beach in it? I don't know. I might be butchering the whole you thing. You went to the wrong movie, dog. Really? <laughs> oh, that was Inception. That was Inflection, champ. <laughs> inflection. <laughs> that was Inspection, bro. Inspection. <laughs> you want to see? You seen Infection, dog? That was a, that was a zombie movie, champ. <laughs> It started movie, on a dude. Japanese cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, good. So the then, no, nothing spoiled. Then okay. All right. So I gotta make it a, a point to check. check that reminds me of like a conversation I had with uh, my roommate when I was in film school. Because mm-hmm. someone asked us, like we were both like in film school at the time, and there was like someone there that we were working with who was an actor. So like they were like asking us about film and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, she asked, "What's the most important thing in a movie?" And I forgot what I said, and he said the ending, and we disagreed on that like hard at yeah. the time. But like thinking back now, I think he might have been right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like the ending is, especially for a short film, bro. It's yeah. like it's what you're gonna remember. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Where it's it what you're gonna you. remember for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know. I think he might have been right on that. Yeah. So, Renee. So now that you've been doing podcasting for quite some time, how did how did that go? The very first time you heard yourself. Oh man! Like I hated it. And I called Dre, and he had to talk me off the ledge once again. (laughs) (laughs) The Uh, negotiator. (laughs) No, this was a consistent thing for, like, every week. Yeah. Every single week for, like, the first 30 episodes, would you say? Yeah, That I would call you on my way home from recording and be like, what was that? Like, that was terrible. And you're like, dude, it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, So, no, I mean, I think to this day I'm still... Like, it's a lot of fun now. Okay. You know, like, I don't feel nervous anymore when I'm doing it. I don't yeah. feel, like, you know, I try to be as informative and as and make it as entertaining as possible. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, but um, still, do I, do I, if, am I hard on myself? Like, always, yeah. Like, I always want to do better. Yeah. 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 So that's, and I think the, and I do think it's, it's getting better, you know, as time goes on. I think Dre gets, like, smarter on ways to, like, derail me from my crazy shit and I you know it's kind of like we're we're learning yeah fancier ways to derail each other you know so <laughs> yeah, like, right. it's getting more getting more so more smooth <laughs> it's an ill choreographed fight sequence exactly. Yeah. exactly and so and it's like the more you see Dre throw these exactly. uh, you know the, the jabs or punches kicks you're finding a way to either block or yeah. counterpunch, <laughs> like, parry and yeah. whatnot yeah, on yeah, some moves. Like Dre yeah. has told me before, like I saw the panic in your eyes, but I decided to leave you out there to see what you would do. Awesome, you know? so, <laughs> all sink or yeah. swim. And I've done it to him too, like honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, go ahead. What do you gotta say? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think it's, it's 
it's fun, right? Like, doesn't it feel more fun now? It does. It, well, definitely, it feels more smooth now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were just having, like, a serious conversation about the show on the way over here. All right. Yeah. yeah. That which, we're, which well, we, you know. we, we haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Mm. But we were, like, wondering if the show has gone too off the rails. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> is it too dumb now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you listen to, like, the early episodes... We're really trying to talk, like, cover a lot of topics, you know? Okay. And, but, right. you, but you made a good point that, like, we're not experts in any of those things. Right. Mm. So we may not sound like we know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get that point, you know? But I just wonder if the show has become, like, too, like, we're a little too self-referential and, like, making fun of ourselves. And has that become, like, too big a part of the show? You mm. know? But now it, it's, it's very likely that it's probably the the biggest part of the show because those who've been listening for a while have come to know or expect that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so that's kind of what continues to bring people in yeah. or keep people there. That's the thing because yeah. that seems to be what people like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like the crazy yeah. just back and forth funny yeah. shit. Yeah. Which I'm okay with because like from the beginning I said this is organic and whatever this show becomes is what it becomes. And that's been my philosophy since the beginning. Like, if anything, like, Cap has really tried to, like, structure it more than anything. Yeah. You know what I'm well, like, okay. Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Despite... <laughs> yeah, he's the one trying to structure it. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, always... I'm, I've always trying to keep it loose. But, like, now it's kind of biting me in the ass. Because yeah. now it's becoming, like, the fucking, you know, the crazy show, you know? That was one of the big discussions at first. And one of the yeah. big ledge discussions was... Like, no, we need more segments, we need more structure. And Jay would be like, no, no, like, just let's just talk. Like, why do you want to make it, like, you know, so, like, variety hour, you yeah. know? And I'm like, yeah, you're, like, he would talk me off the ledge. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then the next week, I'd be like, yo, we need more segments, we need more structure. <laughs> <laughs> um, R- Renee, how, um, being that you were the, you were the one on the ledge, mm-hmm. on the phone, while Dre was kind of trying to keep you from making an ill-fated decision, how high was this ledge, really? Like, oh, it was high, man. There were times, like, we did one episode, like, when we had our, um, his friend Polly on, and my friend now, too, and, um... Hey, well, she gotta be my friend only, bro. Right? No. She's gonna be offended when she hears this. No way. That's, my that's I don't think she's gonna hear it. I don't know. It was I'm gonna send it to her. Oh, okay, okay. Sure Shouts to you, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, you know, she's a comedian, and she was saying some, like, very outlandish, funny things were, like, not that weren't funny to me at the time, because uh-huh. I was so, like... Like we're recording this, people are gonna hear this. One of the jokes that she said, just for context, is like she says something about if you're wet, that's considered consent. Like, oh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, she's like, if you're wet, that's yeah. consent. You know? I, thought, I was like morally judging Dre. I was like, I can't believe you didn't say anything. Did. He goes, he goes, how could you laugh at that? <laughs> and I was like, champ, rewind it. You laugh too. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And it's coming from a comedian, and that's always kind of like an area it's where hilarious. you, you know, you yeah. have to consider that this person is saying it in jest. Yes, it shocked me. And yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting like a comedy bit on the podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Because the thing is, also, we were talking before we hit record, and she was like, "Hey, how are you? Like, yeah, nice to meet you. Like, you know, very calm, and whatever." And the minute we hit record, she was like, "Hey, where are we? Where <laughs> <is> <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. Has there has there been any other moment where people kind of like brought the the podcast to like a, a stop, a standstill? Yeah. 
There was like early, there was a pretty uncomfortable conversation between uh, Renee and Catalina, where like uh, you were saying why you didn't like Wonder Woman. Is yeah, that what it was? Right. Because she got she got upset that I didn't like Wonder Woman. I guess. Uh, not yeah. that she got upset. The, the movie we're talking about the movie, not yeah, just yeah, the, not the, the character, yeah, just the, the movie. movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We we just had a discussion about it. Right? Okay. I don't think you know it was Wonder Woman. It's not like either <laughs> yeah. one of us cared, you know. But but it wasn't a stop. You guys kind of pushed through it. You kind of like yeah, exactly. Okay. I think there's a couple of times we probably should have stopped. Like there was one episode where. He gave me a gummy before the episode or whatever, and I didn't realize, like, I just ate it. I ate a couple of them, whatever, and then halfway through the episode, I literally caught myself going, uh... <laughs> well, so, that's actually a good point. Like, the ones that have almost come to a stop have almost never been with a guest. It's always mm -hmm. been the one that the ones that we do alone, you know? Okay. Because it's like, the dynamic is different. Yeah. You know? So, it, like... We yeah. were, yeah, no, but we weren't alone on that one. Yeah, we were on the gummy? Yeah, no, we had a guest. Did we? Yeah, we had a guest. Oh. Yeah, but I just remember saying to him, like... Do you remember who it was? Like, midway through the show, he goes to me, did that... I guess that gummy hit you, right? And I said, <laughs> I said, oh, shit, I forgot I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> that explains that it. That explains yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you were in, in rare form for that episode. Yeah, I no, I don't even remember what we talked about. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always the... See, it's not as disposable as we uh, spoke now about. You there are, go back. You hey, go back and, cap and re relive that moment. I don't want Without the, effects. Without yeah. the effects. I want to stay here in the present where it's nice and safe. Yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely didn't remember episode 52. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Which was your one-year anniversary. One Shouts to y'all. I was definitely. celebrating you, a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> it was momentous occasion. Dre, I mean, I we're talking Dre about... Set me up for that, man. Like, he was like... I feel like he was like saying, yeah, let's take shots and then throwing them over his shoulder when we weren't looking. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I drank. You drank. I'm on video drinking. Okay. I'm on video. Okay. I'm going to examine the video. <laughs> I, was baby, I was babysitting, but, you know. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Dope. But, I, like, you watched that, sorry, but I, yeah, you yeah. watched that one over and you didn't remember Oh, I had to watch it to remember. Oh, it was night. one of those? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't remember anything. Wow. At the end of, like, I was worried the next day I died. Like, they pronounced me dead, right? They put a tag on my toe and everything. Damn. And um, I couldn't do anything, but I kept telling my wife, like, did we pick up the studio? Did we pick up the studio? You were concerned with... I was concerned because I couldn't remember if we cleared yeah. everything out. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, and sure enough, the day after that, I went back to the studio, and there was, like, microphones and, like, buckets of water. There was... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the headphone app was like dunked in like some jelly or something. <laughs> was, <laughs> is that true? Yeah, man. Was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, At least I cleaned up the conference. You guys know, you guys got it out of the room we were using yeah. and put it back in the office, but yeah, it was a. Uh, wow. It was one of those where it was like, yeah, everybody was quite wasted, you know? Yeah. Damn. So I wonder what uh, episode 104 is going to bring. 104? <sighs> I might really die. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Yeah, that might be oh, it for yeah. it. Turn into a supernatural podcast. Well, let's make sure we get a Talon's album drop before then. Then I think so, man. I yeah. think uh, I think his plan. I think what we've been thinking about lately is releasing one song a month. Okay. You know, for uh, the next six months or whatever, five months, because that's yeah. how many songs are, are left. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll see. We'll Dope. see how that goes. You know. I hope you guys work out your friction, man. Me too, man. I think I think it'll be fine. Dude. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm pretty skilled. If I do say so myself, I can pretty much guarantee that we're going to be a team for the long run. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That's Dope. my guarantee. Dope. We'll, well, we'll, we'll work through it. We'll work through it. Okay. Yo, that, that makes me... Th that, I'm glad to hear that, yeah. man, because it seems like 
you could kind of redirect this friction mm -hmm. and have him focus it on his work. Yeah. And I hope that, so, man. And I hope one day we can afford Dre, you know? Bring him on and uh, he can do the video. Yeah, I can answer that. No. <laughs> you said there was a number. <laughs> there was a number. Hey, there's a number. There's definitely a number. Shout out to Talon though. His new the new track is hot. Is it? The new track is hot. Oh, okay, okay. So that might be the that might be yeah, the, you know the scratch I mean? above we the might surface. Like start, breaking, you know, yeah, yeah. bringing him aboard. I know? might work with the young guys. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Dope, dope. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking for the first video. Lots of strobes, all right? Lots of I'm explosions. Out. Out, Lots of guns. <laughs> Yo, not to hijack your show. I just remember I brought you something, bro. For real? Oh, oh dope, dope. Damn. This is different. Bam. Oh, nice. nice. I, know, I know DVDs are like out of style and shit. Nah, I got cool. a whole room full of them. You got a DVD? Yeah, yeah. Right, cool. No, this works. Yeah. Appreciate this. The last I you know, a DVD. Okay. They tried to exterminate us. Yo, I ain't even could. got one of those, dog. Hold on. Bro. <laughs> the last I know, so that's a documentary that I shot in uh, Cuba. Really? We went out there uh, looking for, well, we had received a tip that there was a tribe of Taino Indians, which, like, the Tainos are rumored to have been extinct, like, 500 years ago. Okay. So this Columbus landed. Yeah. And he's the, they're actually the first people that he came into contact with. Okay. Uh, Cuba, DR, yeah. uh, Puerto Rico, you know, they were in all of, like, the, the Caribbean. Yeah. Um. But we had received a tip that there was a, a group of them like hiding out in the mountains of Guantanamo. Wow. So like, the dude that I, that I was with, Tony Cortez, he, he was like a famous actor in Cuba. We had done a bunch of film work. Okay. Around, so he had access over there. You okay. Know what I'm uh, so we went over there and just went through a whole journey that involved, you know, like possibly getting locked up, a bunch wow. of crazy shit in order to capture that documentary. So like, without saying too much, you can also look it up on YouTube if you're listening. The, okay. It's called The Last Taino. You can find that on thelasttaino.com. Nice. Yeah, it says it. Two brave filmmakers. I mean, what I you mean, get? It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Was some of the craziest shit that I I've mean, ever heard. I mean, the fact that you're in Cuba trying to film something, that alone, I mean, even if it's, you know, you're a vacation video or something, yeah. that's that, I mean, you never know what you're going to come across. Danger. Then trying to actually... You know, traverse mountains, right. look for a, a settlement of people that nobody. I imagine they don't recognize them over there. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, yeah. So that that's that's wild. They live completely off the grid. Yeah. I'll tell you a story that's not in the documentary. When we landed in Cuba, they confiscated all my sound equipment at the airport. What? Yeah. Wow. Confiscated all my sound equipment. Give me wow. a hotel or a jacuzzi. This guy's crazy. Man. They yeah. literally <laughs> said the word spy. Like they were like, Damn. oh, this is like yeah. could be spy shit. Yeah. It was either that or you were trying to break out people from the island like they did in um in Argo. Baseball? In in uh, yeah. Did y'all oh, seen no. Argo? Uh, no. Yeah, but no, I haven't. With Ben Affleck no, no, no. Affleck, it's like based on a true story. It's the same thing where they was um they was They were posing as a film crew. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they I went over Yeah, yeah. I remember the real life incident. I don't okay. remember the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Damn. No, I dope, I appreciate this. This is definitely something I'm gonna check out. It's funny you mentioned DR and PR. Um, homeboy Big Trez, uh, shouts to you. Um, a while back, he was like, "Yo, you gotta watch this." And in, in, in PR, there's a group of people that have that realized that they came from Taino ancestry, yeah. and they decided to go back to those ways. So they're people that live in their own, created their own settlement in the mountains, and they live that lifestyle. Nice. Nice. Yeah, dope, dope, man. I look forward to this. Um, the podcast. Where can they? Oh, this is the part where we get. 
take care of official business before cool. we start drinking. So the podcast, I know we talked about Dre having a number, mm-hmm. you know, a, a price, a number. You guys have a number. People call in, part of the podcast, the bento box. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm, working on, I'm working on things. It's the influence of being on your show. We're hiring. We're hiring. Just let it out. <laughs> hey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about this. <laughs> there goes another ledge you got to talk him off of. Here we go. You got a long car ride, too. <laughs> but uh, so Human Sushi... On all streaming platforms. Yes. Humansushibar.com. Yes. Where they can find more info. Yes. And then the phone number. The 561-708-0072. It's called the Bento Box. Okay. You call, you promote your business, you promote your rapping, you promote your artistry, you tell us about your day, you tell us you disagree with us, you tell us you agree with us, whatever it may be, Um, and we'll play it on the air, and then, uh, you know, we talk talk about it afterwards, Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like a chance to get the community involved in the show, too. And it's actually grown into something really cool, man. And we have, like, you know, people that call every episode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love it. It's my, it's honestly my favorite segment of the show. Yeah, yeah. me too. It's, it's the only segment of the show, well, but it's yeah, still my favorite. <laughs> we got the more one, segments coming. Though. The one worth keeping, because yeah. you, guys, you guys went through a couple different we ones. We did. We yeah. did, yeah. Dope, dope. My peoples, you got to know Dre. You got to know Renee. Human Sushi is the podcast. All streaming platforms. You will not be disappointed. Um... I mean, me being, I used to, was on the outside looking in, then I was on the inside looking out, and both both positions are, are memorable, man. I, I de- definitely enjoy what you guys put together. Yo, so Shout um, out to you. Thank you so much for having us on yeah. the show. No, it's, 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 it's so an honor's all mine, You're man. You're on the inside looking in and out now. There you go. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like that movie, Inspection. <laughs> it's like that movie. <laughs> 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 Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. Stay tuned. Stick around. Too much to drink. Shine without flossing that bling bling at the pub with the buds. Picture of Yingling. Bruce Beats and Eats. Yes. Got human sushi in the studio with me, I guess. In the patio. I like it. In the patio. I like it libre. So um, we're here. This is the Bruce segment. Uh, the segment that most guests really enjoy partaking in. This is where I pour four beers for our guests. Our, our guests, our guests in this matter. And uh, they'll sample each one. They'll give me their thoughts on them. And then eventually we might get together and build on what their favorite is, their, their least favorite is, and go from there. Um, this is Bruce Beast and Eats. Dre Renee, you have four beers in front of you. We're going to go from left to right. Uh, the first beer we're going to start with is from the Laughing Dog Brewing Company. This one the back here? And this one here. Oh, from left to right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is uh, their uh, cream ale. Okay. It's an American cream ale. It clocks in at a 4 per, 4% ABV, and it's brewed in Idaho. Idaho? Yes. No, Utah. Jesus. And that's Sorry, the- I, couldn't, I couldn't hold it. <laughs> you couldn't restrain yourself. Yeah, no. uh, whenever you're ready. I mean, you guys can do a cheers uh, or something. Cheers you guys. Or what? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, cheers. what the hell? Here, no, you gotta try it. Try oh, I gotta try this one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go with that one. Yeah, oh, cheers. 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 To podcasting. Yes. Hmm. That's nice. Okay. That's that right up my alleyway. That is nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the reason I went with this one was because um, you guys have a uh, well for a while you guys had a recurring theme, which was picking up dog poop. Yeah. 
on the on the or or lack of picking up dog poop. Yeah. So I decided let me go with the lapping dog. Unfortunately, it turned into a theme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, everybody wouldn't get off my back about it. Really? So you got some backlash. Was that like your like the official backlash, the, the initial backlash you guys got about anything you spoke about? That was, was the first real controversy of you. Wow. I think so. The dog poop. Wow. Yeah. People had strong standpoints on whether you should or should not pick up. That really brought out like some intensity in people, right? It did. Like, and we talked about much more severe things that you would think would be bigger touch points yeah but no the dog poop seems to be the trigger for america <laughs> 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 renee almost got canceled and shit. wow wow yeah, damn well you ain't nobody until you get canceled you know? I, yeah. but I then you, to, and then you're nobody again you're nobody i have to change up my act quick you know yeah I mean? but i still don't apologize okay uh, i do it now you definitely do it because i got shamed into it yeah <laughs> But there was a change, though. There was a change in your ways. I pick up the poop, yes. Okay. Yes, okay. I'm a human who picks up dog poop now. Human poopy. <laughs> Early beer memories is what we usually discuss at this point after the guests try the first beer. Um, Dre, earliest beer memory. Earliest beer memory. Maybe the first I mean, time you tried one, the first time you enjoyed one. I don't know that it was... Um, that I remember a specific instance, but yeah. like I'm Dominican, I grew up around beer, okay. so I'm sure I tried it super early. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. But like earliest beer memories that I could remember is like drinking like malt liquor with my friends. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. Buying 32s and shit like yeah. that. Malt liquor. Yeah. <laughs> and like skipping school and drinking fucking you know 40s or 32s or whatever. Yeah, 32 ounces is yeah. what we had down here. Yeah. Um, any uh, particular type you remember? OE. OE. Uh, yeah. We were on that St. Ides type bullshit too. For with the flavor we, joints? Yeah, with the flavor. Oh. Poison, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poison. Yeah, that was, that, those were rough. I remember there was a, you know, I, I know I talked with somebody, I mentioned this in one of the earlier podcasts where we talked about the flavors and it's like what sold you on it. Well, they all had rap videos. Mm-hmm. Of course. Each one of the beers had rap videos, and yeah. you're being hip hop fans. You're like, yeah, we'll try it. I think I went with like the kiwi strawberry, and that gave me it would give me chest pains, <laughs> like difficulty breathing. Yeah. Like, what yeah. is wrong with I don't me? Fuck up your aorta, man. I'm For real, you. yes, <laughs> your cerebral cortex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All that, son. Yeah. 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 Make you feel like you busted up from raw sex. <laughs> 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 you got my reference. I'm amongst my people. I can tell. Yeah, I can tell. yeah, yeah. God, you know what I mean? <laughs> Renee. <laughs> I totally missed it, man. You know? That's okay. Enter through your right ventricle. <laughs> yeah, dope, dope. Renee, your first or uh, your earliest beer memory? Beer memory? Um, yeah, I'll probably say same, like skipping school, house parties, like, you know, trying to come up on beer outside the corner store. Okay. Uh, drinking those St. Ives, those OEs. Those uh, spe- was it special brew, is it called? Yeah, special yeah, brew. Did I drink the wrong one, bro? Like I went. Yeah, here. that's the right. This one. is that's the right, right one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. That's the right one. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Now you're on schedule. You're good there. Good? You're good uh, there for uh, sure, for sure. I Speak- remember uh, thinking that it tasted horrible. Like you know when you first taste alcohol. Yeah. Like, Yo, this shit tastes horrible. It's like, the initial like, why do people this? do this? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Not me. I was like, I'm so cool right now. Yeah. Like, are you looking at me? I have a fucking beer in my hand, bro. It's a small sacrifice I have to make to pull off this I didn't cool. Even think about it. I was like, I'm so fucking cool. I right remember now, thinking this tastes like wet dog. You know, like. Yeah, after like a few sips, you're like, I get enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, you you don't like it, bro? This shit's delicious. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm fronting, of course. Like, you know. <laughs> did you guys find your find that you were? I mean, you guys talk, you guys do a podcast. Yeah. Did you find yourself being more talkative or like more um, reserved when you drank? 
when you drink? When you drink beer, or when you drink now. Um, so we really like don't drink anymore after episode 52. Okay. Of, <laughs> house, house rule? Yeah. Okay. I literally like used to drink. Remember I had a few episodes where I would take a few sips, yes. a few sips. Leading up to 52, 52 got way out of hand. You were trying to find like your formula there for a while. As well, far as like energy. Yeah. You know, like not okay. because I just kept thinking to myself, like maybe if I drink, I'll be more loose. You know what I mean? Like, because I thought that's definitely what I needed. It was to be more loose. You yeah. had a Red Bull phase for a little while too. I had though. a Red Bull phase. At one point, I used to pick up cafecitos before, you know, okay. like yeah. the podcast. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, like I was trying to find the right balance of whatever. It took, turned out all I needed was confidence. It was inside myself the, the whole time. time. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time. That was beautiful. Yeah. I just beautiful. had to believe in myself the way that rock soul believes in me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Most recent episode, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, with that, let's get into the second beer. This one is from the Vasosaur Brewing Company. It is their Mala Yerba. I've been wanting to try this for a while. Really? Okay. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The cheers before everyone? Or? No, I think there's more information. Yeah, well, we could do that. Uh, it's an American IPA. You guys can sip it. We could cheers, and I could fill in the blanks while you guys. I just don't discuss. know how this works. Are we gonna do how many? We're gonna do four cheers. The, the no, beautiful of this, know. the beautiful we're thing. Super cheery. Super cheery. Yes. Cheers, y'all. And with that, uh, Malayerba is an American IPA. It clocks in at 5.2 percent, mm-hmm. and is brewed here in Florida, not Idaho. In Florida, Basisor Brewing. Um, what do you guys think of that one? I like it. Okay. So the first one, the Laughing Dog Brewing Cream Ale. Yeah. That one was a little smoother, not as like bitter. Okay. I like that because I'm like you know I like a, a like a soft uh, like I don't know I don't like a really strong tasting beer. Okay. Uh, this one's a little stronger tasting, but still very palatable in my opinion. Okay. Okay. I definitely taste a yerba. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like Renee said, I think the first one is a little more to my palate because of the smoothness. You know yeah. what I mean? It didn't. It almost didn't even feel like you're drinking beer, beer. type shit. Yeah. Yeah. This one has a more lingering effect. Yes. I like the aftertaste of this one a little bit Do more. You? Okay. Because yeah. yeah. it's like a little drier. All right. We yeah. might make a beer snob out of Renee yeah. yet. Like Maybe. You smell the, the oats. No, I don't even know if beer has It don't even work that way. That's wine, bro. It's Listen, and you, he's all like shaking it and shit. Like, yeah, you, know, man. you don't swirl it. Swirl it. No, He's like shaking, not stirred. Where's, where's, where's the bucket? <laughs> yeah, where's the, yeah, see, yeah. That, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Go ahead, just I'm give it the right. one shot. I can smell the maple leaf in this one. Okay. Let the, man do, let the man do his job. Oh, sorry, Maple sorry. leaves that are found in the hills of Hialeah because uh, it's brewed here in Florida. So Nice. Exactly. Nice. You guys know about that Maple Hialeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you, what are you doing? Are you still drinking the same one? Yeah, he's still sampling. You shook that thing, though. It's fine. It's not foamy. Yeah, it, it, I think the, the fact that it was as cold as it was, maybe it didn't yeah. build up enough of a head. Yeah. Dope. I swirled it. I didn't shake it. There you go. Yeah. What are you guys drinking nowadays? I drink whiskey when I drink. Whiskey? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I usually keep it simple, like Basil Hayden. Oh, or, oh, or, yeah. Or some just black sometimes. You know? Okay. Like, yeah. We tried a Proper 12 on episode 52, yeah. and it was actually pretty good. Was it? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, no. I, I yeah. love it. I think my go-to is Jameson right now, though. Okay. Like, that's my go-to. Jameson Neat. Yeah, Neat. I like Jameson better than I like Proper 12, but... Um... So Yingling is not an Asian beer, right? No, it's actually the oldest brewery in the United States, but... <laughs> but it sounds Asian, right? But... <laughs> 
Tell me it doesn't sound Asian. Yeah, that's a bait and switch. I'm sorry, guys. It is. So, like, when I used to order it, I thought I was being fancy ordering an Asian beer. An Asian beer. And I thought, man, this must be a really popular Asian beer because Probably, they have it everywhere. They got it everywhere, bro. Yeah. And Probably thought, goes good with sushi. Right? Yeah. yeah. I ordered it with sushi. Hey. I ordered it with sushi. <laughs> Thinking. Thinking Perfect it was... Pairing. Oh, there's yeah. a yingling, for sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm in a Japanese restaurant. Of course, I'm going to get a yingling. Yeah. Yeah, for many... Until, like, very recently. Wow. Like, wow. three months ago, I found this out. Damn. Did you feel deceived, or...? Um, did I feel deceived? Oh, it was just your lack of knowledge. <laughs> I feel deceived by my knowledge. Is okay. What happened. Okay. <laughs> like, my... Or lack thereof. But, no, um... Yeah. I still like it though. I still like Yingling. So Yingling is the one you go to. Yeah, I mean, I order Stella too very often. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm not like very picky when it comes to the beers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I find that a lot of people, despite the fact that they may not like the beer, if someone offered it to them, they'd be like, yeah, I drink yeah. it. Yeah. But it's not what would call my attention or drive me towards drinking that specific beer. Yeah. So. And this is cool to me because I love trying new things. So trying. Really? Yeah. yeah okay. For sure. Nice, nice. So I'll like if we'll go to a brewery or to a bar, they have something that they're offering. Like, oh, we're offering this beer today. Yeah, I, I usually try it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just to get that notch under the belt. Yeah. Be like, I tried that. Yeah. That's no, dope. I instantly forget it. <laughs> instantly forget it. That's that Have way. you walked away thinking, oh, this one I have to come back to, or? Um, Bezosur. Okay. The one that we're drinking now, like yeah. that had one there that had like mango in it or something like that. Which I remember thinking like, oh, because it stood out so much. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh, this tastes good, you know. But the Mangolandia. Oh, okay. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Mangolandia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to the right guy. The, the, yeah, they just <laughs> recently started bottling that thing, so you find it in the store. You got to do the Mangalorian. <laughs> Mangalorian. You, you. Face a sword. Let's make this happen. Come on, son. Licensing. A branding genius. Huh? <laughs> For real. For Star real. Wars. Hit us up. <laughs> Get the beer fans in, into the mix here. Yeah. Let's get into this third beer. <clears throat> Since we were talking about whiskey. Um, this one's Innocent Gun Brewing Company. I like the name. This is their original. It's a duo, so it's I figured I'm sitting I'm Innis sitting with gun. the duo. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard the said, same thing. I thought, I thought you said like Innocent Gun. Oh, oh an yo, Innocent yo, Gun. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I'm huh. taking that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> innocent <laughs> Gun. <laughs> The new character, the Popova. Innocent Gun. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for coming together. We just stumbled Ooh. across Things something. Yeah, I'm telling you, this collective yeah. has to happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We gotta, yes. we gotta work towards this yeah. collective. That's you and I will get our lawyers together. We'll work out the percentage that we're gonna get off sales. Yes. You know what I mean. And then you I'm write sorry. it up. I'm sorry, what? No, what? <laughs> you do your writing thing. Excuse me? No, but we'll wait a minute. business. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Leave it to us. I think our lawyers are kind of busy, though, because if anybody that heard the Human Sushi Podcast, where I appeared, Human mm-hmm. Dushi, uh-huh. we determined that we already had a law firm established to get, who were we getting money for? There was somebody we were working on getting them um, oh, yeah. back pay. Uh, for uh, Terry Crews. Was it Terry right. Crews? Yeah, Terry yeah. Crews. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, for, for appearing in the movie. Yeah. And not getting And not getting paid right. in training days. Yo, That's funny right. story, Terry Crews is really good friends with talent. Like really? Coincidentally, yeah. Wow. Small world. Wow. They grew up, they went to the same high school. Ain't that something? I mean, yeah. years apart. Years apart, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for Wow. But still, they're really Thanks good for friends. Thanks for Still, really good friends. Was he still hanging out, like, outside the high school? After school? Um, yeah, no. What happened was that Talon uh, was a fan of Terry Crews growing up. Okay. You know, because Talon's young. You know, you pointed yeah. that out. 
Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Probably saw him in White yeah. Girls for the first time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he wrote him a fan letter and mentioned they went to the same high school and you know. Wrote him a fan letter. Yeah. yeah. Did Terry the fan Cruz, letter rhyme? The fan letter did not rhyme. Huh. No. Missed opportunity. Yeah. That was that. That must have been before the burgeoning rap career. No, Maybe. I don't think it occurred to town. Though that probably would have been a really good thing if it wow. did rhyme. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it did rhyme. I'll ask him. This is why talent needs me and will never get me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Terry Crews, and I, I asked earlier uh, during your you guys doing podcasts, if anybody's ever brought it to like a stop. And listening back to the episode I was on. Um, I think I mentioned Terry Crews' porn addiction and like for a split second it was like and then Drene I'm conveying Drene I've, I've just made you guys a power couple yeah, don't ever do that again no. No. we're not fucking Benifer okay <laughs> fucking Brandolina so Dre picks up swoops in like the Dark Knight and just picks up conversation somewhere else and I was like why did I even bring up Terry Crews' porn addiction and you're stuck thinking about Terry Crews' porn addiction <laughs> like yeah and that's all the facts I had like I had no details right. which I guess is a good thing yeah. <laughs> but I do have details on the fourth and final beer I'm like so quantum physics huh quantum physics <laughs> wait we didn't even try the innocent gun yet oh, oh you yeah. did no uh, yeah. Listen, oh for real oh, man cheers. Yeah, listen I'm making this happen cheers So oh, Innocent Gun horrible. Brewing Company, it's their original. It's a Scottish strong ale. That's different. It's clocking at a 6.6%, and it's made in Scotland. Hold on, let me try that again. Hit it's it. It's been my favorite one so far. Okay. Yeah. That strong, but smooth. Yeah, and it has a hint, uh, uh, kind of like a, not a hint, but like a, a, a whiskey, um, Can I swirl like a remnants to whiskey. It's, I mean, it's, it's brewed in, a, in an aged barrel. Okay. So... Maybe, My, that's, maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. There's a weird taste in there. That's probably the whiskey the barrel whiskey? that they brewed it in, yeah. I like it. Man. It's, this, is, this has been my favorite one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Innocent Gun. Innocent Gun. I this like the name, too. Gun. Might be my next artist. <laughs> Innocent Gun. <laughs> Innocent Gun. <laughs> that's I-N-N-I-S for those of you that are not yeah. getting the joke. Innocent and Gun. And yeah. Gun. And this, yeah, I have a heavy accent. <laughs> no, you can't say that without confusing it. No, Innocent that's Gun. Innocent Gun. Yeah, come on, son. Innocent Gun. Barrel Age, the original. Yeah, but we all have a heavy accent. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Mine's just a more uh, Broward. I know we discussed yeah, okay. slang, Miami slang, Broward oh, slang. Oh, I can totally change it up for you right now if you want me to speak with better diction. That's all I got for you. Okay. Okay. And I think that suffice. What do you think, Dre? Uh, yeah, I've had enough. For sure. <laughs> dope, dope. Well, before you call it raps, let's get this fourth and final beer. Before we have another episode 52. Right? <laughs> yeah. oh, they call it a rap on life right now, bro. Listen. Sorry. Please continue. No. That went dark. I'm sorry, guys. That was, that was a little dark. This is the first time for everything on this podcast. We just had podcast. one of those moments right now. Yeah. Because of me. Thank you. Okay. You came full circle. Yeah. This whole podcast will turn around. Jesus, man. <laughs> so this last one here. This is Lauder Ale's uh, Pieces of Eight. It's a Belgian triple. Now this one clocks in at a 9.2 percent what's a belgian triple first belgian triple a belgian that sounds like a somersault like i'm about <laughs> yeah. to do a you're belgian thinking, triple son. you're thinking about triple lindy back to school uh what was the guy comedian's name um 
I get no respect. No respect. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Never, uh, maybe, nah, nah, uh, nah, now I'm showing my age. I know Rodney Dangerfield, but I haven't seen, seen the movie special. Back to School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was one of the greats, for sure. Yeah, he was. Um, but I agree with Dre. It sounds like a move in the Olympics. A you Belgian know? triple. A Belgian dog. triple. Or yeah. it's like some shit a bully does to like a little fucking kid. Like, <laughs> he went to the bathroom and gave him a Belgian <laughs> triple. <laughs> the kid comes out with Not his underwear. Not the Belgian triple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh damn! All right, a Belgian. Uh, a Belgian. <clears throat> now I'm gonna go mess up. <laughs> I'm gonna mess up the facts now. Uh, uh, Belgians. Belgians are typically uh, malt-heavy beers. They focus a lot on the malt. Malt is one of the four ingredients, hops, water, and yeast being the other three. So um, an IPA, heavy on the hops, typically they'll, they'll, start, they'll start the brewing process with hops and then end it with hops. Mm. So no oats. So <laughs> no oats. No oats, all right, got it. No oats. Yeah. Not even Hall either. Damn. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, so this one is a triple because they use three times the malt that they would right. with a normal Belgian. Okay, okay. So, so it's triple malt. Triple malt. As opposed to single malt. Correct. So that's what that means. Yes. So, so if I drink something. this and I don't like it, I probably don't like a lot of malting. Yes. Yeah. It's malty. Yeah. It's, it's not too malty. malty. I hate that phrase. Malty, malty falcon. Malty. Right. <laughs> So let's give that one a shot. This one I have already pre-poured. What's it called? This is called Lauder Ale's Pieces of Eight. Pieces of Eight. Yes. I like the name too. I like the name. Um, for anybody who's listened to, to the previous episode, oh my bad, I think I just created a, I had a foul here. I didn't, uh, it's like candy. I didn't drink on the cheers. Oh, that's all right. No, retroactive. No, you okay. got real serious. It's okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got real. Like, you're, you're like, I didn't, guys, <laughs> guys, I didn't drink on the chair. Are you a I don't know if person. No, I, I don't know if you guys yeah. were. No. Typically... There was the fear. I've only seen that fear in someone's eyes one other time, and it was Renee during that <laughs> yeah. one episode. Were... Which one? <laughs> After all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Panic, especially when you brought up Wonder Woman's lack yeah, of. Yeah. 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 It's all the same fear. The guys, yeah. I didn't drink on the chair. You were very concerned. Wow. You're very concerned. Yeah. I, hey, listen, it happens to all of us. <laughs> Except Dre. Dre's too I'm damn such cool. A dick, no, 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 no. It's not even that, bro. And it's and I, I know it's a pro, man. This, yeah, yeah. I mean, consummate pro. You know how you said Just, he swooped in and rescued him? Yeah. Same thing. Does that every show for me? <laughs> nice, nice. I was concerned. I was concerned. You know. What I'm and saying? typically, I mean, for anybody who walks around. When people, you know, we talked about how douchey is he. How you really do? No, that's that's not a, a, a how do you say? Um, Wait, did people say that about me? Is you said that. Hold on a second. <laughs> people, we had a discussion about it. Uh, we had a we had a brief discussion yeah, about it. But yeah. um, but yeah, man, that concern is not a typically. That's why I know you're not douchey, bro. Because concern is not typically a characteristic that a someone douche. who's a yes doesn't combine with it. He's Speaking a big, he's a teddy bear, man. I'm starting to see it. Yeah, starting to see sure. it. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't want anybody to know. It's, it's the, the rough exterior. Yeah. 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 Throw people off. Yeah. 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 You know. Uh, you know. It's always the darker, the darker guys that are like really the, the softest, most, the most emotional. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. The exterior. Yeah. Yeah, the exterior loved. hides a more softer. Yeah. In fact, la- if you uh, see, layer. guys, seriously, I'm gonna cry. If you see Dre, <laughs> if you see Dre on the street, give him a hug, guys. That's what he really wants. <laughs> Yeah. That's what you really want. We call, got to the bottom. Call us at 561-708-0072. Have you ever tell hugged me Dre? I, tell me how much I like you. You like me. <laughs> that, 
That'd be a pretty long bento box, I think. I don't think so. No? That'd be uh, the shortest one in history. Like, <laughs> and I'll be, like, checking the calls every night. Like, right. damn, still no calls, bro. Right, rock so <laughs> No one likes me, dog. Rock so believe So, your thoughts on this last beer? So, this one was a little candy-ish. Okay. Right? Like, it was had, like, a very... It's tangy a little. Or... It's a little on the uh, sweeter side, but not your oh, typical, I... your sweet, like, your cider. Um... Yeah. Tastes like um, like some sort of like licorice or something, like, or cider. Yeah. 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 That's a but it's a heavier cider. version of the like cider. Like a very fruity. Thank you. That's yeah, it. that's the word. There's I was... a fruity element. Too. Yeah, okay. it's very fruity. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. I didn't like that one. Yeah. I didn't Dope. like that last. One. I think my favorite one is a surprise winner, Vezasur Malayerba. I would say. Even okay. though I really like the smoothness of the first one. The cream ale, the laughing dog cream ale. Yeah. yeah. The Vezasur. Had like a better like uh, aftertaste, yeah, and uh, it wasn't as sweet. It was just like a little bit more like right in the middle of the road where I like it. A solid experience through and through. From yeah, the beginning exactly. to the end. Okay, yeah. which one would you Depends say was your uh, your second? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't save you from this one, dog. No, the, yes. cream <laughs> the cream ale. The cream ale would be the second one. Yeah. Okay. And then third would be the uh, innocent gun because we already determined that the pieces of eight was not your. No, pieces of eight is pieces of. <laughs> God, I, knew I love y'all, Lauder Ale. Yo, I knew you were gonna go there, dog. Listen, hey, I'm sorry. These I'm are... sure you guys make great other beers, but damn, yeah, that, it's of... not my taste, my personal tastes. Dope. Okay. But, okay. But if you're looking for a podcast to sponsor, <laughs> <laughs> then I love That's it. That's gonna get it. In that case, I love then it. My mind. Can I think change. we just solidified that deal. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Great. Talon's gonna be calling me any day now. Bro. He's like, bro, this guy's ruining my career. Bro. I got this. You know how many song. sponsorships I've lost, bro? I had a chance for a Foot Locker commercial. I had the pieces of eight sponsorship locked down. Yeah. This guy just fucked it all up. For our me. brand is being real. That's our brand. You know what I mean? Okay. No, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Honestly, this is uh, like I said, this is where opinion counts. I mean, only in this space here. After that, I don't, I don't really worth the damn. Everybody has one. Yeah. But um, speaking of everybody's opinion, Dre, what do you think? Oh, about? The beers. The beers. Top to bottom. Good beers. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite one was the uh, Gun of Innocence. Okay. Uh, yeah, that one. I don't know if it was because of the whiskey flavor. Like, I didn't even know it until you told me. But okay. uh, maybe that's why. If it tasted kind of familiar to me. Okay. Um, and it still had like that smoothness that I that I wanted. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Very um, oddy. Very oddy. Very oddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was Garfield's uh, buddy. Yeah. Odie was Garfield's yeah. buddy. Yeah. 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 See. Sorry. sorry. Didn't age yourself there. <laughs> God, I know that was one. I was <laughs> gonna hang Garfield. that out there to see which one you guys would bite on. I could do Heathcliff too. Oh, hey, Wordsworth. <laughs> Wordsworth. Wordsworth. Yeah, 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 he was the man. He was the man. <laughs> he was the rapping cat on him. Okay. I'm good with you. The second one I would say was the cream. I like the cream. Okay, the laughing dog cream ale. Fucking cream joints. Yeah. Cream joints. Rock them this summer. Yo, I seen it. Yes. I seen it like a zenith. Go. Like a 30 inch zenith. 30 inch zenith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was fucking that, yeah, luxurious. That was, yeah, for real. That was luxurious. It wasn't stuff. the big box set that yeah. you had everything else sitting on top of. Right. It was like, I, I love hearing that in old songs. Like how humble yeah. they were. They'd be like, yeah, yeah like riding in my Lexus. Their idea of you know, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When yeah. I was dead broke, I, I was like, bro, I had both of those. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Find me in my Mitsubishi. 
yeah. eating sushi right. pumping Fujis. Right, right, right. It's right, like right. Mitsubishi. Like, yeah. really? That's the car of choice? And yeah. she's like, in a Benz or Miata. Like, and I'm just like, a, a, <laughs> a Benz or a, or a Miata? Shout out to Mazda, but come on. So they don't even make that joint no more. Nah. Yeah. For real. So, Innocent Gun, first one. Cream Ale, the second one. Uh, whichever one is not uh, the eight ones. The pieces, <laughs> so, you're the, not, you guys are not fan of I'm the not, Belgian. I was okay. fucking with uh, pieces of eight now. Okay, go. Okay. Mala Yerba was the third one. That's for you. the Belgian triple? Yeah, that's the Belgian nah, triple. No, no, no. The like, but, single of the Belgian for me, though. Single of the yeah. Belgian. Okay. But I think. Being that it's a triple malt, right? It's like a very distinct taste, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's for a very specific customer, I would say. Yeah, that's yeah. where they lost me, I think. Okay. What was the third one again? The Malayelba, the Malayelba was good. Yeah, Malayelba, it was like strong, yeah. flavor-wise, it was strong, you know. Yeah. But it, like Cap said, it had a nice aftertaste to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I want another sip of that Malayelba. Oh, make it happen! Yeah. It's all you. It's all you. I mean, at least you can calm the nerves down before you take that trip back home. Yeah. I like that. I like that cream ale. Kind of looks like a cream soda can. Mm, it, it's applying that whole technique where you get kids to adhere to certain things early on because it makes it similar. Like, remember the, um, the candy cigarettes? The candy cigarettes. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. Yeah. Cigarettes. Bro. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, you just blew my mind. I forgot that was but a thing. People yeah. didn't know smoking was bad for you when those things like were happening. Yeah. That's literally from the 50s, those candy cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. But they were still around in the 90s. Yeah. But they were still around in the 90s. Yeah, bro. because there was like, you know, people got rid of cigarettes first, then they got rid of the candy cigarettes. You wow. know? But damn, bro. Candy yeah. cigarettes were a thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Did That's you guys ever else. smoke cigarettes at any point in your life? I inhaled one one time. Mm-hmm. Never bought a pack for myself. It was like everybody was doing it. You take a hit. And that was my like... thing. I bummed them off my friends, but I never like bought a pack. Yeah. I smoked cigarettes for like 15 years of my life, and it was the worst thing that I've ever started doing in my whole life. If there's, wow. if there's anybody listening to this thinking about picking up a cigarette, like don't ever do it. Like it's the worst possible thing. Like especially if if you know you have t- tendencies to, towards like having difficulty putting things down, once you mm. pick them up, like yeah. addictive personality. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like so yeah, for me it was very difficult to quit. Like now I haven't smoked for many years, but <clears throat> oh. but it took me a long time to quit. You know, like mm. yeah. Dope, man. I'm glad you're on this side of things, man. That's dope. Now I just drink beer and eat gummies. (laughs) (laughs) And not the Haribo kind. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Bruce portion. Dre, Renee, they they were great sports. They sampled each one of the beers. They gave you their thoughts on the beers. We've accomplished everything we had to do on this end. Mm -hmm. So next thing we do is talk music. So we'll see you guys on the other side. This is Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Boom. and Easter Podcast. Old Head Ed, still here with you. Human Sushi, still in the house. We're keeping this gully in the patio. Outside the house. Outside, <laughs> outside, the, <laughs> house. outside the house. If we're going to get technical. <laughs> the contractor. The inspector would come in and say, no, well, technically you're outside the house. It's not under air. <laughs> <laughs> That's contractor talking. Right? Yeah, exactly. Fair. Dope. But what we do talk Besides contract, we talk music in this segment. This is the beats portion of the podcast. This is where we get get into our guests' um, musical tastes. Um, most recently listened to um, what's on their playlist right now. <clears throat> so, I mean, either or. Renee? So, I just discovered the baby. 
Um, okay. You know, so I just discovered the baby bop, I think is the name of the song. Okay. Well, I don't know what the name of the song is, but the music video has like dance choreography. So that's what made me like it right away. You know Being such I mean? a fan of dance. I'm a huge fan of dance. Okay. Huge fan. Okay. Jabberwockies are in that music video. Wow. So wow. I love the Jabberwockies. Um, and uh, yeah, so that immediately turned me on to the song. And the fact that a rapper and the song kind of is kind of trappish, you know, with a little bit of bounce. <clears throat> and it, and the music video is very like choreographed, which is kind of cool. And the baby's actually dancing to the choreography. Okay. You know? So all of that just made me feel like, man, you know, that was a real risk for him, you know, and this is a cool direction to take the music video in. And the whole thing made me like the song okay. a lot more. But I think nowadays it's more about the whole package than back in the day. Yeah. Like the visuals, the artist, okay. and the song. Do you see Talon getting involved in some choreographed, um, Dance? I mean, I'm definitely gonna encourage it. I think that's yeah. the way. I think there are no more lines anymore, right? Like, no. I think at this point, it's like do whatever you want. You're not gonna lose credibility for yeah. dancing on songs. <clears throat> no, exactly. would have in the '90s. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. That's what you had the backup dancers for. You employed them. You know, right. late '80s, early '90s with Kane, right? Um, uh, Chub Rock, right? You know, but you wasn't gonna like come out your face and start dancing and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't uh like uh. Uh, Digital Underground, didn't they dance too? Like, Tupac was a Tupac was one of, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's where he got his start. See, Jayla was a backup dancer. And look at her now, yeah. performing at the Super Bowl right here in Miami. Dancing. How do we get on J-Lo? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know it's the magic of Renee. Sheesh, man. <laughs> I always bring it back to J-Lo somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. Okay. Okay. Shout out to J-Lo, I For guess. For real. Hey, come on the Are show you sometime. Yeah. <laughs> you got a fan base down here. Yeah, sure. Just in case you didn't know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dre, what are you listening to nowadays? Okay, okay. The Griselda. They just did a new freestyle, and I literally today at work, I think I I heard that same freestyle for like eight hours. Really? I just I just kept going back and kept going back. Yeah, shit just charged me up. Mm -hmm. So like I like grimy shit though, like you know. Okay. I I tend not to listen to the even like the newer rappers that I listen to. They don't really make contemporary music like that. Yeah. 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 Listen to a lot of like the Griselda shit. Uh, Rock Marcy. Okay. Um, lately, I've been fucking with Mayhem Loren, Mac Hami. Okay. All these like real grimy like East Coast cats. That's yeah, what, yeah. That's kind of the wave that I'm on right now. Okay. Yeah. Dope, dope. Um, have you heard uh, Upside Down, Royce the Five Nine with Benny the Butcher? I did. Tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm I giving heard the whole <laughs> album today. Royce yep. got a new album. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How is it? The uh, Allegory. Yo, he got Graph on it. Oh wow! Yeah. Graf, the fourth, the fourth member, the unofficial fourth member of yeah. Slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, how how sure do you think that's gonna be? I don't know. I don't know. We discussed it last time, and it's like, what's the talent called too? He wrote, a, he wrote a letter. Really? Yeah. But he got him on the album. That made me like hype. I'm yeah. like, damn, you got Graf on. That's what's up. Yeah. That's dope, man. You give it. I mean, but do you give it the stamp or like it was too soon to tell? The Royce album? Yeah. Too soon to tell. Too soon to tell. Yeah. I don't know that so I've like, digested it yet. So no, then, no, it didn't like blow me away, yeah. but I could recognize that it was good. Yeah. But I think I'm still stuck on that grimy like Griselda, Rock Marcy type sound right now that like I, I haven't been able to like fully digest it the way I should. Yeah. What about you? Okay. And it's and and it's definitely different. Thank you for interviewing me on my own show. I appreciate <laughs> that. He's interviewing us. Take the night off. I want to know what he's listening <laughs> yeah. to. Well, actually, no. I uh I was listening to Allegory earlier today. Um, it's definitely something that's you're gonna have to revisit. 
because um, there's a lot of different sounding um, elements to the like. You're, it's not your prototypical rapidy rap song, even though Royce knows how to rap, um, but he's presenting a lot of information mm-hmm. up front, and it's stuff that you have to like sit there and delve into it. Mm. And even even though like some of the production is not your typical like I'm used to hearing Royce on this, Sounds and, it, and like, it's like and he produced it. Yeah, I heard he, he spit a line in there where he's like, yeah, triple threat, and he mentions producing right, but he didn't say what the third thing was. Now, unless I missed it, unless it was kind of like a like a subliminal thing where he said what the third thing that made him the triple okay. threat, but okay. but um, it's definitely a departure from the Book of Ryan, which was also a great album. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, but it's different, but I, I welcome it because you know it's like Royce the Five Nines is saying some shit. It's yeah. it's yeah. Be yeah. Nasty. Yeah. The way yeah, you described it, I don't think I'm gonna like it. Okay. You know, because, like you said, I had to dive into it. Okay. Already, I have to think. I don't like it. Right. It's heavy subject matter. You're, you're That's what it like. is. And then you said, like, like when people like, like, really love something, they're like, yo, that's just a banger. Just listen to it. Like, mm. when you start telling me, like, oh, yeah, you got to really dive into I, it. Like, you got to really right. examine it. I got you. Like, you know I got you. It's I got like, yo, you. you didn't love it. Like, you liked it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't love, love it. Yeah. Right. We're just, yeah, we were talking about that. Like, I think it's something about impact. Like, right? Like, what we were saying earlier is, like, there are certain artists that have, like, impact, and there are other artists who are good, mm-hmm. but they don't have, like, that impact, you know? Yeah. That ease of, like, being able to take in what they're, the art that they're putting out and, like, you know, accept it and, like, adore it. And, like, okay. You know, yeah. Sometimes too much information is not good, you know? Yeah. That's funny, because I think I shared with you, um, I don't know if you got to it yet, the Jericho Jackson no. Uh, El Zion Crisis and I think one of the I think the very first track is called Overthinking mm-hmm. and uh, it's crazy check it out okay. get back to me See? let me know what you think yeah. about but he kind of goes into the whole like you know getting into creating a piece of work uh, a song an album and and just having that suffering from that where you're overthinking things yeah. and then that you know the you know the uh, how do you say um, the paralyzing effect of it yeah. but uh, yeah it's, it's crazy um a huge factor in many many people's lives yeah yeah growing up what was you listening to dre more of the same east coast nah west coast east coast like i went through a heavy west coast phase really too, where i was listening to like spice one and really shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said his favorite album was soul on ice remember that's true <laughs> that's true yeah, I've always had a thing for West Coast music too, but always like also the grimy East Coast stuff. You know? Yeah, I think the stuff that I least connected to was the Southern shit. To be mm, honest, you know? okay. I was okay. listening to East Coast and West Coast, and for the most part, like you know, Outkast and, and Goody Mob and that yeah. kind of Southern shit. But like the No Limit, Young Money, both kind of passed right by me. Yeah, they were like, "Yo, get in," and I was like, "Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll wait for I'll the next one." Here. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, wait, I'll wait for the next yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "I'll stay here." You know. Are you fucking with anybody from the South now? Yo, look, this is not the same. Which is hard, which is hard not to do. Like, T.I. is one of my favorite rappers. Okay, sure, you know yeah. And I, and I love, like, Lil Wayne shit, so it's not like I don't fuck with Southern rap. And obviously, Andre 3000 is, mm-hmm. like, one of the fucking goats. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, easily, easily. But, like, Southern now, like, what, like, contemporary rappers? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of it, but I don't, I mean, me, myself, I don't. Like, Young Cats? Yeah. Uh, J.I.D. Okay. J.I.D.'s nasty. Yeah, I fuck with him hard. Uh, he's from mm-hmm. Atlanta, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. So yeah, that's my answer. Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, dude's dope. He's probably one of the best new artists out. I would say. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like his album was my favorite album of 2018, right? That's when it dropped. I think so. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. 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 
Y'all, y'all get down with Loot at all? Loot? Yeah, Loot. L-U-T-E, Loot. He's also part of the Dreamville. Oh, no. uh, uh, Loot? Yeah, no, I've heard this shit. No, like, everyone from J.I.D. down is, I'm not feeling, like, okay. Earth Gang, like, what's his name, Boz. Like, I like some couple songs on the Boz yeah. album, you know, like, but yeah. not really. I think, you know, really the two main people there are Cole and J.I.D. Okay. And J.I.D. really... He's gonna outgrow Cole, or already did, really, after his first album, huh. you know, like... Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that kid's got hella potential, man. Hell yeah. He's super dope. He's very artistic in a good way, you know, like, uh-huh. definitely. Yeah. What did you grow up listening to, Renee? Early influences in music or stuff you were used to hearing? So, early on, freestyle. Okay. Right, like that Miami freestyle music, my older cousins playing that shit in the house. Okay. Um, so, like, Dream Lover... Come back to me And uh You know like Spring Love And all that shit Spring Love Stevie B Shouts yeah, yeah. to Stevie B <laughs> Um Then Later on Um Hip hop You know Hip hop was the big thing After that But I was always into like Rock music a lot um, Okay And I would say like From 2000 to 2010 Like I completely Checked out on hip hop And I started listening to Like only strictly rock music Yeah For that time You know and that's why I think I'm having trouble getting back into it now. Mm. Like, I'm not really up to date with a lot of current shit because I left it for so long and I came back to it and it had completely changed, you know? Mm. Like, anything was acceptable. And, like, I think Dre said it on one of our episodes, like, the, the gatekeepers were gone, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that, was, for me, was always a huge turn-on about the music and the lifestyle was that, like, yeah, not just anybody can do it. It's, like, only the super cool that get there, you know yeah. what I mean? And, like... The fact that like you can just kind of hit the lottery now doesn't take anything away from the work you put in to create the song and all that you know yeah. but you have to go out and buy the lottery ticket you know yeah but um you know you didn't have but it's in somebody it. else's hands at yeah, that point you could do it off one time versus yeah. before you had to have consistency in your freestyles mm-hmm. and then in your stage performance mm-hmm. and then in a couple of tracks at least that you know show potential and then people would give you a shot you know what i mean yeah yeah so. True, true. Uh, rock wise, what were you listening to in that in the time 20, frame? 2000s fan? Yeah. Like, oh, like, like, uh, probably The Strokes a lot. Um, there's a band, Young the Giant, um, the, the White Stripes. Okay. Um, you know, like a lot of like really big name stuff, you know, but like I, I'm a sucker for well produced music. Okay. You know, for me, the lo fi sound is kind of tough to take. But there are exceptions. There's a band called The Rakes, for example. Uh, they only did three albums, and it wasn't like it sounded like out of their garage. You know, right. but the songs to me are so good that okay. you know, I can I can deal with the quality. You know? so, did you ever come across Cake? Cake? Uh, yeah. yeah, like uh, the band that the that Jonas did, uh, Brothers. No. Yeah. Cake Jones? by the Ocean. Oh wait, no, that's no. a whole other thing. Never mind. Okay, oh, cake, no. cake, yeah, no, I've heard of them, but no, no, I'm not familiar with no? them. No, okay, yet. Fashion Nugget, yeah. no, I, I thought okay. you were talking about the Jonas Brothers track. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm not very well versed in Jonas Brothers. I can sing Dre, it help me out here. Hey, I can <laughs> sing it if you want me to sing it. Yeah. Wait, would you do that? By the ocean, that's all I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about yes. now. I know, yes. That's so scary. I, I find that in my older age, 
um, people mention people's names and I have no idea who they're talking about. The moment I hear the song, I'll be like, oh yeah, okay, I've heard that. In context. You can't yeah. escape the Jonas Brothers, though. I mean, even as old as whatever, you know, I'm out of touch too, but you yeah. can't escape that shit. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that, though. I would have tried my best to escape it. I know. That's you, a pretty good job. You pretty like you live in a bubble where you're like, nah. You've been debating. <laughs> I'm like Jonas Brothers. When you said Jonas Brothers, I checked out. You know Jonas is that like a biblical thing. <laughs> There's more than one. <laughs> I know that one of them is married. To, um, See, homegirl from Game of Thrones, right? Listen, you just lost I... me. You lost me further there. Listen, I, don't know I have a wife. No? Game of Thrones. All right, I have a wife. Okay. And uh, she's a great excuse to watch shows like Shaws of Sunset, The Kardashians. <laughs> I just be like, yeah, yeah, she's watching and she makes me watch it, quote unquote. Right. You know? Yeah. So really inside on me, like, Kim just got a new car, can you believe it? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, damn. I, I, before we go any further, I, I typically play a song for you guys and we come back and get your thoughts on it. But before we get into that, I want to talk about Shadi's. Musical career, because yes. you thought it was done with just, you know, creating a comic book, you know, directing a short film, but my man rhyme, rhymes, raps, do you produce as well? Yeah. Produces as well. DeLorean was the first project? DeLorean was my first, like, official album album. Okay. Before that, I had done three mixtapes with my group, ID4, Okay. I did a, a solo mixtape. But like DeLorean is like my first like album. Humble. Yeah. He's being humble, man. Really? Like, those mixtapes. No, tapes, talk your shit, Dre. Go ahead, man. man. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> man, do. Those mixtapes, <laughs> dude. Those mixtapes were like heavy in rotation in South Florida. You know, like in Miami. Like that's I met people because they would roll up pumping that shit, and I'd be like, yo, that's my boy, and they'd be like, oh, really? really? You know him? The blah, best blah, blah. man at your wedding. The, my right? best man at my wedding. That's how I met him. You know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah, because that's how we became friends. Because. I used to think, man, this guy's a thug. I ain't hanging out with him. He had tattoos and shit that was yeah. before I had any tats. And, like, one day he rolled up bumping ID4. And he was like, yo, me and all my friends listen to this shit. Like, blah, blah, blah. And we started hanging out and talking, you know? And, like, that's how we became friends. But Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. What got you into music, Dre? Well, into recording. What What? What, what was the Fresh moment? Prince. Parents just don't understand. Classic. Classic. I, I, I was mind blown, bro. Yeah. I was seven years old when I heard yeah. that shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, I couldn't believe that he was like, it was a song, but it was also poetry, and it was also storytelling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was like mind blowing to and me. And very relatable. And relatable. He was talking to me. Mm -hmm. you know? He's like, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. My parents don't understand. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so like, it was that shit changed my life, honestly. Man. Wow. You know and. Uh, and and it was weird like even at seven years old i was like i can do that i wow. recognize that shit right away you yeah know what I'm i was like that's something i can do and yeah. i didn't do it till years later but i knew right away that i could do it wow wow that's ill that's ill do you remember uh when you finally decided to start recording i mean typically there's a process where you start writing raps uh, and then memorizing them and then uh, you get to a point where you're like okay i feel comfortable saying this around people yeah um do you remember the moment where you said okay i think i could do this around people it was not a rap though like okay. so it was like in sixth grade in fucking middle school in mcmillan miss Innerarity was her name that's how much i remember wow. this moment and it was a creative writing class okay and you were all supposed to write like a poem like they gave you the, the structure it, it wasn't a haiku it was some some fucking poem but yeah. everybody had to write a poem with the same structure right and so like everybody's writing their shit and then you had to read it mm. at the end of the class okay and so like Everyone's doing like some roses or red, violets or blue shit. 
I made mine like violent and like gory, but funny at the same time. You know okay. What I'm saying? And yeah. Like, that's literally the moment where I found like my voice. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, I read it and the class like went into stitches. They were like, "Oh my god!" And the teacher was like, "Bro, that was awesome!" And I was like, "This is it." Yeah. The dark shit. Mm. The dark but funny shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that was literally the moment where I discovered that's that. Where that's where little Dre became I mean, the Dre we that's, that's before us today. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't even through rap, but like I knew right away. Like that's and everything I've done since. I feel like. To a certain extent, follows that that trajectory. Like okay. all the scripts I write, the songs and shit. Like it's like it's always kind of cynical. It's kind of like sarcastic, mm. and, so, and it's got like an edge to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like that's like the through line of yeah. like all the shit that I've ever done, and it was because of that moment right there. Bro. Wow, yeah, yeah that's Crazy that's shit. monumental yeah. for real. Yeah. You found the you found that uh, add, adding some levity to heaviness. And, and, and marrying the two kind of work for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Are you working on anything new? I actually am, though. Oh, I fresh. actually am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I met up with uh, Da Vinci uh, recently. Shouts to Da Vinci. I met him at uh, Technique Records, Dilla Day. Shouts to you. Yeah, we've been, like, going back and forth on doing a project for fucking years. Okay. Shit, you know what I mean? But, like, bro, we linked up recently, and I went to his, his studio and shit, and we've been, you know, he's been feeding me beats. You know what nice. I mean? So, like, I've been nice. trying, to, trying to awaken the beast together. Yeah. You know? It's been yeah. a while. And I can imagine, I haven't heard any of Da Vinci's beats, but I know he's heavy, the school of Dilla. You, you know there's that influence there that it's not, he's not mm-hmm. coming weak with any oh, of the production. Vinci's no joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's real dope with the beats. Yeah, nice, sure. nice. Yeah. Um, talent we already discussed. Yeah, he is available for ghostwriting on that new project, Dre. Just throwing that out there. Oh, word? Yeah, just saying, you know, if you need a couple okay. bars here yeah. and there, you know, okay. I can convince them. Lend, lend a, uh, a, a younger uh, take on the uh, perspective on right. some of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know? Maybe hire him as a consultant. Co- yeah. 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 Let yeah. me know which way, which direction to go. Does yeah. talent have a number? He, he does not have a number. No, you get at him through me. You okay. call the Human Sushi Hotline and, you know, okay. drop me a message and I'll make sure he gets it, you know? Renee yeah. keeps him, like, under wraps. Like, I, I don't know if I've I ever mean, even seen the guy's face, to be honest. Really? Yeah. We're still deciding what direction we're going to go. Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know what would be big? And I'm talking about, like, pay-per-view numbers big. Uh-huh. Um, recently, there was somebody who called into the show, uh, an MC by the name of Duology. Mm, oh, yeah. Got you, yes. And, Duology versus talent. Yeah, rap. I'm thinking... My oh, man, wow. I'm thinking that wow. that might be the look, like, you know, yeah. especially how, you know, battle rap culture is taken off to a certain, I mean. I feel like you just presented me with a challenge and uh, I'm going to have to step up to the plate and accept the challenge, you know? Dope. You got to get him to do it. Yeah. yeah. Talent, this, this could change the internet. This could yes. change the world. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about. And an, an account on Instagram for an egg that everybody liked. I'm talking about this is like big. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry we've done this to your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm so no. sorry about this. This has got to be one of the best ones. What are you talking about? <laughs> Speaking of the podcast, there is a formula. There is a format. I got a song to play for you guys. Yes. Humor me. We'll play the song. We'll come back and we'll talk about it. Y'all cool? Of course. Dope. Bruce Beeson needs the podcast. It's like we got to do this. Word, word. Yeah. Let's get it on. Get your gear and prepare for war. Niggas running in jaws, heads ain't ready at all. Get your ammo and stand strong. The enemies in your heart, you ain't gotta look far. Get it on. Get your gear and prepare for war. Niggas running in jaws, heads ain't ready at all. Let my tank.
Get your ammo in, stand strong. The revolution ain't televised. They streaming.com. Yeah, time to do your hair, baby. Brothers is firing at us. He died in his t-shirt, said Black Lives Matter. Stand for nothing, your family get stuck. Pop frontin'. Help the skeleton means war. I'm on my rock ruckus. You block fam, gun cock the block jam smuckers. Jealousy spread over bread when your fam fuck ya. What's trust when you lust power and lack courage? When the facts flourish, the whack perish. Because you're using big words, that don't make you smart. Just because you're breathing, that don't mean you got heart. Fuck you, I used to be your robber too. So I know when and how a nigga scheming move. Shoot a shot, a shooter, so much that his gun was hit. Sound boy, bury you, killer done and over with. Uh, ain't no stopping when the chopper ring. You hear a bang, then a scream. Let's get it on. Get your gear and prepare for war. Niggas running their jaws, heads ain't ready at all. Get your ammo and stand strong. The enemies in your heart, you ain't gotta look far. Get it on. Get your gear and prepare for war. Niggas running their jaws, heads ain't ready at all. Get your ammo and stand strong. The revolution ain't televised. They streaming dot com. Ain't no bunkers in Bucktown, just gun busters. No one trusts no one. We just don't discuss it. It's like crabs in the bucket. You think the system crooked? Need to look at who you fuck with. The evil men do. I see the greed in ya. Modern day slave to social media. Don't believe alternative facts. They feed to ya. Get caught leaning and they leaving ya. Hey yo, the average homeowner doesn't even own a gun, but you have the right to. So invest in one. If you don't have, you better get you one. The day of the Geechee's done. Protect the residents with these elements. We find these truths to be self-evident. It ain't no stopping when the chopper ring. You hear a bang, then a scream. Let's get it on. Get your gear and prepare for war. Niggas running their jaws, heads ain't ready at all. Get your ammo and stand strong. The enemies in your heart, you ain't gotta look far. Get it on. Get your gear and prepare for war. Niggas running their jaws, heads ain't ready at all. Get your ammo and stand strong. It's the biggest. The real ones made me wanna do things. Converse sneakers, fast shoe strings. BBS rims with my boo thing. Stolen Smith and Wesson, and I'm bumping Wu Tang. I miss the old Kanye, can't fuck with new lanes. Throwback sneakers in my new chains. Suicidal if my contract was like Lil Wayne's. Body dropping every week, you in a new gang. Volkswagen Beatles, then we went to Regals. Now it's Maybachs with the glass ceilings. Shots of Ciroc got me puffing pop Self-made, how dare you tell me what I'm not Real DJs, they gotta run it back House shoes on, niggas running crack How is that? Glad lumberjacks into the summer back Murder weapon in the one, I got the numbers match Better have mine ready, Fab Five Freddy Ricky Ravioli, whole bowl of spaghetti Heavy protein, cause you know things I love dapping niggas in my gold rings Love pulling up with my whole team Pretty women love pulling on my gold links Used to point us out just by a flat face Now we top floor when the pads laid Maybach music Yes, yes so that was Smith & Wesson. The album is called The All, and that track is called Let Me Tell You. 
featuring Rick Ross, uh, produced by Ninth Wonder and the Soul Council. Fellas, what did y'all think of the track? Fire. Okay. I liked it. I liked it. Ricky Rose. Okay. Yeah, I figured that'd be a well. Okay, little inspiration, little little behind the scenes, um, as, as far as uh, my thought process to picking that song. Um, Smith and Wesson, easily one of the most dynamic duos. Um, you know, forever. Um, the way they work back and forth, and honestly, y'all podcast. Dynamic duo. Like the Smith and Weston of podcast? Yes. I'll take it. Let's do it. Y'all can figure out who's taking who's deal. That's the nicest compliment I think I've ever gotten on a podcast. Yeah, there's definitely a synergy there. So I was like, all right, I got to play some. I definitely got to play some Smith and Weston. The All was, to me, one of the best albums in 2019. Okay. Considering that these are guys that have been doing it for this long. And then still put out a piece of work like that. With, you know, it's just dope front to back. Um... And then, you know, Rick Ross, Miami. Right. We're, da- we're down here. Something for me is what you're trying to say. Yes, something for <laughs> Renee. <laughs> yeah. It's it like, it's like me good. shooting off a gun, holding, keeping my eyes closed. But it just happened to hit. I just, I just happened to land it. Listen, you, uh, you did good. You did good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Big I'm, Rick I'm Ross a, fan? I'm a Ross fan. For okay. Sure. Um, I find his flow super interesting. Like, like his voice and his cadence. Like, I feel like it can be a little bit monotonous, but, like, the swag in his flow, I think, is, is really cool. Mm. And I, I think he drops shit, like, sometimes, but he's, like, pretty underrated, I would say. Really? I think he's underrated. Okay. I think so, too. Well, yeah. like, it's funny, like, you were saying before we started recording that you figured out that Nelly could rap way after you knew his hits. Yeah. Right? Like, you saw him rap on BET on Rap City or some yeah, shit. Yeah. That's when you were like, oh, this dude can actually rap. Yeah. Being from Miami... And being like, and growing up in the in like in the rap, the little rap fucking scene out yeah. there, like Rick Ross was one of my contemporaries at one point. Okay, right? like you know, ID Four and Rick Ross used to play the same shows. You nice. know what I mean? So like, I know Rick Ross could rap from back in the day. Like my producers yeah. also worked with Rick Ross. I'd be hearing his shit in the studio during my sessions because wow. they'd be finished, like you know what I'm saying. So yeah. like, yeah. So like, I knew the dude could rap. Like. You know, do I love all the music that he's put out? Nah, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I can't say that for any rapper, really. But, okay. Uh, but, nah, that dude could rap, bro. Yeah. And it's dope, to, it's dope to hear him, like, on some Ninth Wonder shit. Yeah. Hear him fucking with Smith & Wesson, like, this, like, kind of grimy underground group from the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like that shit. Very complimentary. Yeah. So. They yeah. went well together, too. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. I mean, despite the fact that, you know, like I said, Smith & Wesson is known for their back and forth. Yeah. Um, and he he did come in with the last I think 16 bars on it and it didn't seem off um, True. he did a song with uh, Nas Accidental Murderers mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm typically a big Rick Ross on Features fan um, and that one I like I he didn't come in writing with the same theme in mind uh, okay. as Nas, okay. so it's kind of like, oh, that was like a step back for me. Mm, okay. Like, damn, Ross, like you didn't you didn't match up the theme of the song at try. all, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you didn't even try. But um, but definitely, again, one of the guys are I'm, I'm real selective when it comes to Rick Ross stuff. Um, just not a big fan of the the mainstream, you know, contemporary. Um, but he, I know he, he could rhyme. Yeah, he definitely yeah. rhyme. Yeah. I love the mainstream. Yeah, I don't I, like. I don't. I can't. I need like quality, like, and I and I mean that as far as like the audio recording, okay, the production value, okay. Like, I need the explosions. I need the like, you know, the 
bells and whistles yeah. for me to for it to seem polished to me. Okay. Sonically. 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 Yeah, yeah, sonically. When we're talking about music, sonically, we're talking about movies visually and sonically. Yeah. Um, but I just think like like for example, um, like listening to the first two verses, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's very boom bap. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's very boom bap and then Rick Ross comes in and he drops like a different twist over the same beat and the whole thing becomes more palatable to me mm. right away. Okay. You know, like not of course Smith and Wesson are legends, you know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to devalue what they did, but yeah. it's just like I've heard it. You know, and I've heard Rick Ross too, but like Rick Ross just like he, he sounds like he's saying something like you know, the way his swag is like you know, it sounds like he's saying something important even if it's not man. Yeah. And it's, a, and it's a, I don't, these, these opinions are Renee's and Renee's alone. <laughs> yeah. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Hey, Smith & Wesson is, is, it's music. In the end, it's about gut feeling. It's about melody. It's about what makes you move. Like, you can be the best rapper in the world and say the most, like, important shit that any rapper's ever said. But, like, if it doesn't do anything for anybody, then yeah. no one's going to hear it, you know? Yeah. That's the kind of arguments we in town have all the time. Really? It seems like you're both on the same side. No, he wants to do something out there, and I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to reel him in because that's how much he's out there. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He needs a little curving. Like, you need to to redirect. I mean, you already see he's got a reputation. This guy won't work with him. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure I'm not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Dope. (laughs) Fellas, I appreciate the insight on the track. Like I said, uh, this is Bruce Beast and he's the podcast. There's only one thing left to do. My favorite part. And that's Discuss Eats. Yes. So we're not going to keep you guys waiting anymore. Bruce Beast and he's the podcast. We'll see you guys on the other side. podcast and we have reached the eats portion human sushi is still here with me yes they've trekked they've climbed we've made it to the pinnacle the mountaintop Hallelujah. nobody's dying on this mountaintop yet <laughs> yeah. still alive. the question is do we all make it off the mountaintop yes but before you climb a mountain you want to make sure you have sustenance you want to make sure. This guy's good. I'm taking notes. <laughs> you got to make sure that you are prepared for the journey. Yes. And in that journey, you must eat. So let's discuss eats. Um, it's typically where I ask my guests favorite food, go-to meal, um, maybe where to find it. Do they whip it up themselves? Um, Dre, I know as of late you steered away from meat. Yes. Um, and I imagine that's a challenge after so many years of eating meat. Absolutely. Um, how has that journey been? A little, not as difficult as I thought it would be. Okay. All right. I'm a big burger guy. Mm. I love pepperoni pizza. They're like, you know, I'm a big steak guy. I mean, you know, I'm a fucking meat eater. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons I stopped eating meat is because like, dude, I was eating red meat like four or five times a week. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, yeah. yeah, when you get to be my age, you know, we just, <laughs> we don't digest it yeah. like we used yeah, to. Yeah, You know? Sure. So... Nah, it was like at a New Year's party too. <laughs> like it's, it's such a stupid story, but like 
we met this older couple at a New Year's party, and the dude was like in his 60s and looked like he was 40, bro. Wow. Like, was, and, and I was like, dude, give me what's the secret? Though, mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And he told me, he's like, bro, I haven't eaten meat in 20 years. Wow. Like, Yo, th- that fucking next day I stopped eating meat. Wow. And I haven't eaten meat since. Without even making it a resolution, it just happened that way. It happened on New Year's. It was, it was fate. You know? Nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, damn. Yeah, so it's been cool, man. Like, I still eat fish. Okay. I'm a pescatarian. Okay. Like, I can't okay. go all the way vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. So I still eat fish. I, I still could have a lot of shit that I like. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just, you know, I can have steak or burger, which kills me. The burger kills me. <laughs> the burger, yeah. burger kills me. Yeah, we discussed we discussed the uh, the conundrum between uh, Shake and Shack and In-N-Out. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. uh, on on the uh, episode 63, go check it out. Human douchey, I'm on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't get a lot of airtime out there, but uh, YouTube, it's on YouTube. Check it out, streaming platforms. But yeah, we did discuss the burger thing. Um, so, I guess let's talk real quick about um, what you what you what was your go-to meal before mm-hmm. you left meat alone, mm-hmm. and then now. Shit, before I got to think that... Which, I mean, I, mean, I guess you were, saying, you were saying red meat steak was a, a That was constant. a go-to, yeah, that was a go-to. I mean, obviously, like, I went through a heavy, heavy chicken phase, which is when I first started, like, being conscious about my health or okay. whatever. I was eating a lot of, like, fucking chicken. Aren't you supposed to shout someone out? He's doing air quotes. Someone who oh, might be... Risa. Risa, yeah. okay. air quotes. Yeah. I just did, yeah. just did air quotes. <laughs> but I went through, like, a heavy chicken phase and shit like that. And honestly, like, chicken started like becoming a little disgusting to me i don't okay. know i was eating it so much and mm. shit that like it started becoming a little disgusting to me so that is like one of the, i wanted to stop chicken before i wanted to stop red meat to be okay honest. yeah okay uh so i don't know man like go to before i would say probably like chicken breast with rice and beans and platano maduro like, la bandera was, is it yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was probably it you know what i mean wow. for me yeah. yeah now like my go-to is like I do like a meal service now, you know what I mean? Okay. Where I get like a couple meals a day and shit, and it's like pescatarian, so like they usually whip up some cool shit, and like it's good because it makes me eat like vegetables and shit that I wouldn't normally cook. Okay. I'm very, my menu is very limited, you know? Nice, okay. Uh, As far as what I can cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it makes me eat a bunch of shit that I wouldn't normally think to, to make and shit. So yeah, it's usually some like protein, like some fish. And like some veggies and shit. Okay. And th- does the, the meal service portion out what it is that you're looking for? Or it's just they send you a meal for you to whip up? Like, no, so it comes You're cooking ready. for so you many people. It. Oh, you just, you oh, just okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Like, I know some of them, they have, like, if you are if you have certain goals, um, dietetically right. or, or, or workout goals, they'll kind of portion out. Okay, well, we'll give you four ounces of rice. You know, well, yeah, you can pick like portions with okay. this meal plan. So I pick like the athlete one, which is okay. like the one with the bigger portions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dope, dope. Nice. Renee. My go to food? Yes. Fritanga. 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 Break, break down fritanga for my people right. who don't know what fritanga so, is. Fritanga is the most delicious thing you've ever tasted. You're welcome. It's Nicaraguan <laughs> food. Everything's fried, everything's delicious, all right? And it will kill you very, very quickly. <laughs> Um, but you nor- won't regret a thing. You won't regret it, no. And anyone, like, my wife put it in her wedding vows. She put fritanga in her wedding No! Vows. She literally said to me, in the middle of all this romantic things, Yes. She said, and thank you for introducing me to fritanga. Really? <laughs> so, like, that's how much of an impact fritanga has on my life. Wow. Um, <laughs> now, fritanga, we talk, okay, we're talking fried, but what, what, are, what are we frying? 
So it's carne asada. So, okay. All right, that's it's meat. I don't know how you prepare that shit. I just see it in a big pot. I don't know what they do to it, but they make it delicious. <laughs> then you get rice and beans, which is called gallo pinto. In okay. The it is delicious. Uh, okay. It is delicious. And then you get queso frito, which is fried cheese. Also delicious. Okay. Then you pair that with maduro. Yeah, you haven't said anything that a Dominican household doesn't indulge which in. Is right. Fried, sweet <laughs> right. 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 Queso frito. We do queso frito. You too. guys just flip the name we on it. It sounds Indians. like. Indians. That's what it is. Uh, it yes. Is. Yes. But um, yeah, and that stuff, man, that stuff is cracked straight up. Yeah. Like, Wow. It is really delicious, but it is really heavy. It's really bad for you. And I had to stop eating it, you know, like okay. a few years ago. Really? So, like, only when I'm feeling suicidal will I go eat fritana now. But it's like how people eat ice cream. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From time yeah. to time, I'll be like, effort, you know, like, let's do it, you know? So you know what he's gonna go what once you before you talk him off that ledge, you know he's had a plate of that pitanga because he's all feeling suicidal. Right, he's like, yeah, Yo, yeah. I, I might just jump. This no, might be the last meal. If I hear the crunch of some queso frito, I'm like driving to his house. I'm like, yo, yo, just stay where you are. <laughs> yo, so, talking about all those times he talked me off the ledge tonight has made me realize that could have been its own podcast. <laughs> talking yeah. you off the ledge? Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean it could have been really to happen that much. Well, this could have ended badly was the name of the podcast right. Right. yeah I feel I should mention chicken and waffles just because I mentioned it before okay right? chicken like and waffles that was, that was I don't know that it was a go-to thing because it's yeah. not the kind of thing you can eat every day yeah but goddamn, like when my mind would try to think of something delicious it would go to chicken, chicken and, waffles. and waffles like there's it, a place down here um, it's uh, like a tapas place in Wynwood it's called Sugar King they have like a great chicken I heard. and waffle really yeah yeah. Obviously, haven't had it. I had it in uh, Roscoe's. Okay, out west. Yeah, out west. Yeah. Dope. And it's on my bucket list. It's bone-in chicken because I know a lot of people try to freak it where it's like chicken tenders and waffles. You gotta go. You gotta they go. Get different options. Yeah. Like the one that I would get was a breast and, and waffles. Okay. Yeah. The nice. Carol C special. Carol C. Big old fucking fried chicken breast and a waffle. Wow. Delicious, bro. Syrup on top of the chicken as well. That's the question that I asked. So, like, my uh, our boy, like, who picked us up from the airport when we first landed in L.A., he's from L.A. You know? Okay. And it was the first time I went over there. He's like, yo, we're going to Roscoe's, the chicken and waffles. And I, that's the same. I was like, so those two things, you eat them together? Yeah, like, I couldn't. I was like, what do you mean chicken and waffles? You know what I'm saying? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, so you put the syrup on the waffle and it gets on the chicken and shit? He's like, bro, trust me. Sweet, savory, man. It's yeah, best. it's fucking delicious. Man. It is. It's really good. That's why I love trail mix. Because it has both the sweet and the savory. Yeah, sweet and savory is good. Mm-hmm. I like the dark chocolate with the sea salt. Mm-hmm. I don't like dark chocolate at all. I've... And I don't believe anyone who says they do. I like dark chocolate. I don't, I like don't, milk. I don't care for milk chocolate, really. Mm. I don't believe it. I think also that's a Dominican thing too, because they grow the cacao. Like my family comes, my family is they grow cacao, okay. and in its purest form, like dark chocolate tastes like. I mean, chocolate. I'm gonna say dark chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate tastes like you don't want to eat it. Right, right, it's, right. As it's it bitter, goes through, right? yeah, it's bitter as shit. Dark but, chocolate is super bitter. I don't know why you would prefer that over milk chocolate, which is very sweet and delicious tasting. Yeah, because I, I don't have a sweet tooth though. Ah, see, a sweet tooth, like different that. strokes for different folks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I find that dark chocolate works well. It's funny you mentioned trail mix. I think dark chocolate works pairs better 
with like your dried cranberries right. or you know your cashews and whatnot. Right, right, right. Renee's not agreeing with me. I'm shaking my head no, Risa. <laughs> I like M&Ms with my trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> the candy coated shell. He's a mainstream kind of guy. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. Besides Pitanga. So, is there anything else? Wait, I want to break down where the best pitangas are. Right? Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, dope. So, I appreciate that. Yes, yeah, no problem. Thank so, you for keeping me in check. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. So my go-to one old head brand is uh, old head brand. Here we go. My first go-to fritanga, the one I go to because it's quality and it's close to my house, is 27th Avenue and, Se- and Northwest 7th Street. It's uh, fritanga momo. I don't want to say caña brava. Caña brava. That's caña brava. Yeah. And there's one uh, in. Uh, Fountain Blue um, on 107 and uh, that like Northwest 12. That's another really good one. Cut the check. Yeah, then you know Pinolandia. Everybody knows Pinolandia. You're just giving free advertising. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, there's a one on the corner of Black. Yeah, I need 12. a cut of this. If you're getting paid <laughs> off this, I need a cut. This is the bro. best one. This Not is actually this old head red show. Like Well, it's old head red now. Yeah, right. <laughs> He knows oh, the spots. All head red. Yo, we need, <laughs> we need our cuts, bro. Look, last one I'm going to say. Two, actually two more. One more is, uh, if you're looking, for, there's a place that does cut up pieces of queso frito with cut up pieces of maduro. Like in a bowl. Really? Yeah, it's just fried cheese and sweet plantain in a bowl. It's fucking amazing. Can we That's just cool. talk about how like... Sweet plantain is just like yes. the food of the gods, bro. The food of the gods. It's like, yeah. honestly, man. Yes. Yeah. Like, it just takes the rice and beans to another level, bro. You know? And you try to make the plantain last <laughs> with the rice and beans because you don't want... <laughs> you know, it's outnumbered. It's outnumbered. From the start, it's outnumbered. It's a losing proposition. You know what I mean? But God damn it, you're going to fight for it, man. By the way, even so much that I've seen people just chop bananas up. Oh, I, oh, come on. And throw it in the rice just Absolutely, for that, for that same that's purpose. That's a Dominican thing, like bananas and rice. That's a Cuban thing, right? Dominican. It's a Dominican, Dominican thing. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say I, we claim it, but it's definitely a staple in a Dominican household where there's no hay plátano. Maduro, you take a banana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. most people, most people would apply a banana to like a, a cornflake. Which is cornflakes. Cornflakes, man. Cornflakes. Cornflakes. That's like how chiclet is really chiclet. Chiclets. chiclets. Yeah, yeah. It's a brand name. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, most people would put chop up a banana and put it in their cereal, their cold cereal. Mm-hmm. But we apply that to rice and beans. Yeah. It's, yeah. I did the cereal thing, but not rice and beans. That's weird, guys. Yeah. It's yeah. not that weird. No, I'm judging you guys. Judgment has been passed. Yeah. I mean, not that it would change the, the course of history, but you passed your judgment. Fine. I regret nothing. Okay. <laughs> Nowadays, you're not eating. You're, you're focusing on fish, Dre. Um, is there a specific fish meal that that calls your attention? I feel like I should shout out the sushi bar on Sunset and 87th. Like, okay. It's for my money, and I don't say this lightly. The best sushi in Miami. Really? It's a little hole in the wall spot, okay. but bro, is it goddamn delicious, man. And there's a fucking roll called the Jasmine Roll that it's got like shrimp and it's got macadamia nut in the fucking really? roll. And bro, when I tell you this shit is delicious, man, it's goddamn delicious. Dude. Wow. <laughs> tell us how you really feel. It's fucking good. Uh... So that's, that's kind of like, you know, my craving mm. food right now yeah, yeah. when I'm craving shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, another good place... It's, it's in Kendall. It's on a Sunset and 157th. It's called Mr. and Mrs. Bun. Have you tried this place? No. 
it's like rated it was rated like top three best sandwich place in Miami and shit. Mm, like, bro, wow. sandwiches are fucking delicious. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm. Really, like, and they accommodate the vegetarian. Yeah, they got well the pescatarian. The pescatarian. You know, there's a pescatarian. couple like fish joints on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Dope. I gotta check that out. No, I, that makes two hey, of us. You like sandwiches, huh? I love sandwiches. Yeah. We were just talking about going to Hungry Bear the other day. Like, I haven't been there. Damn, before. Hungry Bear. That Hungry brings Bears. back memories. That's not up here. No, it's down there. Yeah. It's Kendall, yeah. Wow. Uh, this is, this is a different level from Hungry Bear. Though. Yeah, Hungry I know. Bear is like, I a, thought, like a sub place. I knew when you said the name that it was like a fancy, artsy place. It's artsy. It's a little it's artsy. It's artsy. <laughs> you have to actually draw something to get in. Right. <laughs> you have to answer three you have questions to have a about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. about <laughs> cinema before you can. Right. Right. <laughs> what do you think about? Uh, what is it? What's your opinion on? Um, the fuck I'm fucking up the whole thing man. I fuck up the whole flow damn it Woody Allen's Annie Hall is it yeah what do you think okay. about Annie, Annie Hall, Hall. What, what's your opinion on Annie Hall before you dine here right. no soup for you no soup <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, are you guys into sweets at all I mean I am it depends on what it is yeah yeah, yeah I know we covered dark chocolate that's my go to sweet that, that's like the, I keep that's a bar at the crib and yeah. when I want something sweet I get dark and it's got the antioxidants in it sure yeah <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's a Nicaraguan treat called raspados lodis. Have you guys heard of this? Yes. No, lodis, L O I D S. L O L Y S. L Y. Okay. Lodis. Um, it's not a raspado like shaved ice and like oh, fruit. Oh, okay, okay, no. okay. So what it is, it's like a concept, but it's like a ver- variation on that. It's shaved ice, mm-hmm. Entenmann's pound cake bread, salt, and uh, condensed uh, milk. And like, and uh, let and what is it? And like a uh, caramel or something like this. Serious? Or like what? I don't know if it's caramel or something. Whatever. The point is, it's brown. It's delicious. They mix it all together. And it's, it's like the Nicaraguan version of Stone Cold, I mean, Cold Stone. Cold yeah. Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. That's the wrestler. <laughs> the, the glass breaks. <laughs> he comes into the ring. No. <laughs> Yo. So no, wait a minute. So like they take shaved ice shaved and ice. they and, and they'll blend brown. the pound cake into it. Drizzle leche condensada, you said? They take the shaved ice, they do one layer of shaved ice, then they cut up Entenmann's bread, put it on there on top, mm-hmm. another layer of shaved ice, and then they do oh. uh, condensed milk, and it's um, it's like not Nutella, but it's like something brown, like it looks like caramel, but it's not caramel. I can't mm. remember anymore. Like, uh, well, anyways, it goes on there. It's not a dulce de leche either. Dulce de leche. Is yeah, it dulce de leche? Okay. Yeah, so you take that. Damn, you... this thing's sweet as fuck, then. Yo, what? it's so sweet, but like, it's delicious. Wow. Yeah. You know, does pie count? I fuck yeah. up pie. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck yeah. up a pie. Yeah. yeah. Apple pie, coconut yeah. pie, key lime pie. I fuck up a pie. Apple I like pie. Apple pie is my shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You like apple pie? Yeah, I fuck yeah, up apple pie. pie. Ice cream on top. Oof. Ooh. I haven't gotten yeah, the hang of the... the ice cream. Really? Nah. nah I don't oh, do ice cream. A mode, son. A la mode. Nah, I know, I know. But yeah. That's how most people... I mean, like. the closest thing I am to France is like a la mode. It's apple pie a la mode. You know what I think sweet, though? Like, You know when I crave sweet? It's bonjourno. Bonjourno. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When I think sweet, when I crave sweet, it's usually for breakfast, man. Okay. Like I like French toast. I yeah, like yeah. Waffles. I like you know pancakes. Yeah. All shit. They're like cornbread. I put sugar on frosted flakes, man. Like that's. Ooh, that's, that. a yeah, that's a rough one. That's a rough one. I had that this morning. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. Frosted flakes me... with sugar. With a spoonful of sugar. My God. The Sprinkled on top, or do yeah. you mix it into the milk before you, you... sprinkle it? My like, God. Okay. I don't even keep sugar at the crib. No more. Wow. I don't keep sugar at the crib until recently. I bought a pack of sugar because I was like, you know, I'm gonna 
Because I want some cornflakes. Yeah, I want some chocolate. <laughs> I want some frosted flakes. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I had to stop buying it because I put it on everything. I only had sugar um, when I was drinking coffee, and I don't drink coffee anymore either. So, like, when I was making the mean colada, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't have your espumita you game. Being Whip young, it through the glass. You about yeah, any you miss being young when you were like, whatever, I'm hungry. And What's that was the it. There was no, yeah, you, you didn't know, think about consequence. You didn't think about there was anything. There no other thought other than yeah. what do I feel like eating? Yes. What do I feel like having right now? And that's what brought us to the point where we we're at today, where we we're like, I can't eat that like that no more. Yeah, Taco Bell every fucking night at 3 oh, in the morning. Oh, toxic shitting. hell. Yeah, that yeah. was that, that was Mexican serious. pizza, though. <sighs> that Mexican pizza was no joke. I haven't, I haven't found a Mexican pizza that duplicates. Me neither. You know, speaking of like the duplicating, one of these restaurants, I don't know if it's it's like Kush or like one of the ones that Kush owns. Have okay. you been to these restaurants? Yeah. Yeah. I've been to the the one I went with, Locale. Locale. Kush. I think yeah. it's Locale. I think okay. it's Locale. They do a fucking uh, McDonald's like a quarter pounder, mm. but like with, with good ingredients. Really? With good ingredients. With the secret wow. Yeah. Mm. No, that's the Big Mac. Oh, I thought you said... Maybe a pescatarian, but, but I, you know what I'm saying? Hey, my man said burgers was I his know, thing. I know, yeah, my yeah, bad, yeah, my yeah. bad, my bad. <laughs> nah, it was the, it's the quarter pounder, but it's the same thing. It's the same ingredients, you know, the same way and shit, but just with, with, with good stuff, you know, with quality shit. Wow. Bomb. Burger right Damn. Now Bomb. Yeah. Yo, that's, that is nice. That is it's at Locom. I'm pretty sure it's at Locom. Locom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, what did I have there once? Uh, I had the, uh, I think it was the Conk Burger. Okay. And that was really good. You had the Gator Bites? No, I have not. I've had the Gator Bites over at uh, Rustic Inn, which is up here in Broward. It's off of uh, Griffin and uh, I think like Anglers or something like that. How'd you like it? I liked it. I dug it. I, I really liked it because there was like a story behind the whole experience. Um, Went out with a couple. You got to meet the gator like before you. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your name is Arnold? Yeah. <laughs> Arnold the alligator. Right. Shoot the right now. I actually got that. I actually <laughs> so I ordered gator. It's funny, I was with a group of people and uh, they're like, no, you can't come to this. I, I didn't order crab. I didn't, you know, they all have their mallets. They're ready to go. They wanted to bang on the damn the crustaceans and yeah. shells. And, and I was like, nah, I'm ordering gator. You know, and I ordered something else which was like fried too. I could grab it in my hand and just eat. And uh, they're looking at me like I'm an alien. Like, what are you doing? They gave us these mallets. We got this bib on. Gotta use the mallets, bro. Gotta use the mallets. And um, after it was all said and done, I ate my gator. I felt good. And um, they were fighting for little scraps. Like, they were working all the work they put in with these little mallets (laughs) to get like morsels. And they look at me like, you're satisfied. Yeah. We're not satisfied. Matter of fact, they actually ordered uh, uh, a plate of pasta, their their pasta, their shrimp fra diablo or whatever, or seafood fra diablo, which had a little bit of everything in it, mm-hmm. because they just weren't satisfied. So, yeah. I guess <laughs> the lesson to be learned there is if you're gonna get with you know crabs or shellfish or whatnot, you're not gonna walk away. I mean, it's an experience. I guess if you want to beat shit up, right, right. But you're not gonna walk away satisfied. So one time. You know, I love oysters. Do you, do you no, I didn't know oysters? that. I didn't know that. Why would I know that? No, I'm asking if you guys eat oysters. I, I do. Really. I have. I have eaten oysters. Yeah. My girl loves them. So you know how they usually sure. sell you like five or three as yeah. an appetizer or whatever, yeah. right? One time I was like, 
why can't I just eat like 15 of these and get full off of oysters? They're delicious, right? So like I ate 15 oysters and I got so fucking sick. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, just if you're listening, don't do that. Don't do that. Stop at half dozen. There's a reason why I saw you three, six or whatever it is. You ever been to like the melting pot? You know, that's one of the places I've never been to. That's another place that it's like a mission to eat there. You gotta like cook the fucking yeah, meat. Yeah, you gotta stick your stick with the food in it and let it sit there. And let it sit there. Then you gotta time it right. And it's like, no, that one's mine. That one's yours. Oh, bro, was this in there for two minutes? I don't know. Bro, it's a mission. Really? <laughs> All right, so I've saved myself the hassle. I haven't However, I haven't the dessert portion. Oh, yeah. Because that chocolate, chocolate fondue. and what then kind they of just, chocolate? You can pick whatever you want. Well, what did Dark you milk. Dark. But you could do half and half too. I don't believe it. You could do dark and white. You could do whatever, you know. But they bring it. They bring like a plate of shit for you to just dip in it. All kind of shit. Pound cake, fucking fruits, all kind of shit. Yeah. Dip it in the fun. Have at it, yo. It's delicious, man. So delicious. So, my peoples, we talked. We talked, man. You and sushi. Fucking did it. I felt. (laughs) I felt amongst my own, man. Podcasters. Sir. We got to know human sushi. We got to go Dre. Dre and Ren, Ren and Dre, Drene, Drene is the Drene, Drene, man. I thought we were gonna bury that. <laughs> <laughs> One last time, yeah. it popped up like the Undertaker, yeah. <laughs> like a last second. In case you forgot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they were kind enough to sample the beers, give us their thoughts on the beers. We talked music. Um, I let them hear a song, and they gave me their opinions on the song. We delved into that, and we discussed food, man. So I if, thought you were gonna cook for us. I'm not gonna front. The eats part <laughs> threw me off a little yeah, bit. <laughs> Yes. We're all going to Britanga right now. Next <laughs> Yo, for real. <laughs> I'm following you guys because then I have to drive my happy ass back up to Broward for sure. For sure. But yeah, we did what we were supposed to do. We came with a mission. You guys got to know Human Sushi. Make sure you check out their podcast, Human Sushi, every Monday. They're a lot more precise when it comes to dropping podcasts than I am. I'll tell you that much. Uh, consistency is the key. We're working towards it. Um, man, thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for having, having us. And, that, and that's part of my uh part of my outro there um there it is bruise beast and he's the podcast as always thanks to human sushi for taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me i'd like to thank you the listener for tuning in yet another week um if you enjoyed what you heard tell a friend if you didn't enjoy it tell an enemy tell somebody um let them know that this podcast is found on all streaming platforms and maybe someday we'll have a video uh, element to it as well you can keep up with me at bruise beats the letter in and eats on ig um, hit me with the DMs, places where I should eat, uh, beers I should try, music I should listen to, um, all the good stuff. Rate, comment, and subscribe. Let me know you're out there, and uh, I'm not just talking to myself and the guests here. Um, yeah, I want to hit them with the socials before we bounce. Great. Human Sushi Podcast on Instagram. Human Sushi Bar is our website. Hit us up on there. We got the uh, fucking store and shit like that. We got a bunch of gear on there. 561-708-0072 is the bento box. Call us up and we'll put you on the show. You too can be a podcaster. That's right. <laughs> yes, unbeknownst to you. I you can do be- it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and tell them what you think about this show. Yes. Uh, that'd be interesting to hear, like, episode 60-something down the line and call Crossover them up. Episode, for real, for real. Family, this is great, man. Good feeling. Appreciate you, man. Thank you guys again for tuning in yet another week. We'll see you on the other side. Bruce Beats and Eats. Thank you.